This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, Kathy's out once again. I'll be handling the news news. Today is Monday, October 24th. Good morning to you. Well, in case you missed it. <laughs> yes. The Phillies are going to the World Series. Yeah. So our lead story is the sports story. We'll break down a little bit more of it when we get to sports. There you go. But uh, they have won their first NL pennant since 2009, defeating the San Diego Padres in Game 5 of the NL. Casey has turned on our disco lights here in the studio. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. So we've got the disco lights on. And hopefully you do too. So I, I can't read the I can't read, the, can't copy. read the copy with the lights off. I do need some lights. I'm sorry. Santa's got to go. Uh, Bryce Harper's eighth winning uh, two run homer obviously helped lift the uh, team to a four to three victory. Like I said, we'll we'll break it down a little bit more once we get to sports, play some clips and everything. But of course, Phils are head of the World Series, face the Houston Astros. A full look at the tentative schedule is as follows: Game one. Of the World Series will be at Houston on October 28th. Game two will be on the 29th there. Then they return to South Philly on Halloween for game number three. It's going to be crazy. November 4th will be the fourth game, and game number five will be November 2nd, if necessary. The following games are necessary. Game six would be in Houston on November 4th, and game seven at Houston on Uh, November 5th. Oh, my God. Um, So, by the way, fans can register and for an opportunity to purchase tickets to the 2022 World Series game. Uh, to be played at Citizens Bank Park, registration will end tomorrow at 11.59 p.m. Winning entries will be notified via email by Saturday, October 29th, with the opportunity to purchase a potential World Series game based on availability. Registering does not guarantee the opportunity to purchase the tickets, but it's a lottery style, so you can do that now, and I believe it's at MLB.com uh, to get yourself uh, on board for that. A couple of parties on the streets last night out on Broad, out in Mayfair. Obviously, there were some uh, uh, crowds, people making noise, shooting off fireworks, climbing up greased poles, and so on. Uh, they tried to deter a little bit of that, but a couple people got up onto the pole. Yeah, I was looking for any any sort of um, you know they were a couple of they didn't tear okay, the city down. Bad. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be next week <laughs> or a week and a half or so uh, if that ends up yeah. happening. So, Still amazing. Though. Yep, we'll see. Um, it was hard to find any other news, right? Uh, so I did dig in and find a couple of things to mention. Uh, there was a barricade situation that drew the FBI and other law enforcement officials to a U.S. Army base outside of the nation's capital on Sunday. That ended peacefully, according to the official Twitter account of Fort Belvoir in Northern Virginia. I assume that's how you pronounce that, Belvoir. I'm not a news person. Uh, (laughs) The base tweeted shortly before 1 p.m. that the uh, its law enforcement officials, local uh, police and FBI, had responded to a barricade situation Sunday morning. Uh, but they had said the situation was ongoing. We cannot comment further at this time. It provided no other details except to say that some of the gates of the installation remained open. Um, uh, Sunday around 5.30 p.m., the fort tweeted that the situation had ended peacefully and one person was taken into custody. Uh, apparently, the uh, fort sits at about 8,800 acres of land along the Potomac River in Fairfax County, about 20 miles south of Washington. The base is home to several Army Command headquarters, elements of the Army Reserve and Air Army National Guard, and nine 
Department of Defense agencies, but everything ended okay. All right, this would be great. So we got the Phils going to the World Series. How about winning the Powerball jackpot? Yeah. It rose to $610 million after no ticket matched all six numbers in Saturday night's drawing. The numbers were 19, 25, 48, 55, 60 with the Powerball 18. It is the eighth largest grand prize in Powerball's 30-year history, and it will be up for grabs in the next drawing tonight. Uh, even if your ticket doesn't have the jackpot winning numbers, though, it could still lead to a prize. One lucky player in New York won a million bucks in Saturday's drawing. Nothing to sneeze at. That ain't too shabby. Uh, the last Powerball jackpot was won in August for a little over $206 million, making the upcoming drawing the 35th draw in the jackpot. Do you run. play with any uh, regularity? Whenever I go to pick up beer, All right. I buy lottery tickets. So I play every week. <laughs> uh, no, just occasionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll yeah. do it. I, I won't even look. Sure. You know, and it's funny because, you know, I used to wait until it got to ridiculous heights. Right. You know, and I think about it. I'm like, 30 million? Why waste my time on that? I mean, come on. Yeah. Preston, the only guaranteed way to win it is to play it every week. Yeah. 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 But anyway, I, I, uh, I'll, I'll pick up tickets every now and then. So, But um, as of yet, no big winner. I know. It's hard to believe. All right. Sports this morning. <laughs> I'll say it again. The Phillies beat the San Diego Padres. Winning 4-3 to three last night of the ballpark. On the seven pitch, Harper. Hits one in the air, left center field. Back it goes. Harper, the swing of his life. As you can hear, it turned Citizens Bank Park into a madhouse leading to the Phils into the World Series for the first time since 2009. Reese Hoskins also hit a two-run home run, and the Phils will have a shot at their first World Series championship since 2008. Series will begin Friday night in Houston. Harper was named the NLCS MVP in the American League. Jordan Alvarez and Alex Bregman delivered big hits, and Houston advanced to the World Series again. They finished off a four-game sweep in the ALCS with a 6-5 win over the Yankees last night in the Bronx. The Astros won their second consecutive American League pennant and their fourth in the last six years. Flyers lost in San Jose. Uh, no, I'm sorry, in South Philly against San Jose. Uh, Eric Carlson and Steven Lorenz scored in the second period. James Reimer stopped 31 shots for his 26th career shutout. And the San Jose Sharks shut up. Flyers 3-0. Nico Sturm added an empty netter with just under four minutes remaining. The Sharks won for the second time in three games. Flyers are off until Thursday. They'll host the Florida Panthers. And the Sixers, who have lost their first three games of the season, are 0-3. Trust the process. Are at home tonight with a game against the Indiana Pacers. Tip-off will be at 7 o'clock. And that is what we have in the news for Well done. Morning. Thank you. Thank you. My last one. Your last day. Yes, Kathy will be back tomorrow. So I know you love doing it. I just adore <laughs> diving into the news and delivering it in an authoritative manner to That's you. That's really what you are. At your heart, you're a journalist. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we're excited today. It's great. It's just such a good vibe everywhere. Oh, my God. So exciting last night uh, to have them uh, tie that up in a nice little bow and move on to the big 
performance, and uh, everybody's anticipating. It's euphoric. Yeah, it yeah. is quite euphoric. So we got some other things set up and ready to go. Other than that, uh, we have a new Word of the Week prize, it being a Monday. Stateside Vodka Prize Pack, including a $100 gift certificate to the distillery, a couple of bottles of their Stateside Vodka, a case of uh, vodka soda variety pack. So it's a bunch of booze for you. <laughs> yeah. Get yourself set. We'll do the letter of the day coming up at the end of the program. Uh, we do have more money to give away. You Who Loot continues this week. So your first chance of winning $1,000. Coming up at 8 a.m., and then we'll do that throughout the course of the day. Details at WMMR.com. And our buddy, Michael Barkham, will be joining us today. So, obviously, we got a lot to talk about in sports, and uh, Michael will be here. He's going to be in the studio, right? Yes, sir. All right, so he'll be here around 9 o'clock, and we'll we'll dive even deeper <laughs> into what a more authoritative figure thinks about our chances with uh, the team and uh, playing Houston and all that good stuff. I bet we can convince him to do a backflip today. Do you think we could do that? I think yeah, we could obviously. easily talk him into doing a backflip <laughs> try, give it a try? here in our yeah. studio. I think he's got the capability to do it. He's certainly excited enough. All right, so all that going on, we'll take a break, uh, quick break. We'll come back in a second. The Entertainment Report, Super Question, that stuff is up next. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve full show podcasts, plus the MM Archives podcast and more. Click podcasts on WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast. All right, we're going to give away a $50 Metro Diner gift card if you can answer this question correctly. I think I've asked this before, but I'm going to ask it again anyway because I forgot to get a question ready until this very moment. But uh, what board game introduced the world to the wonders of the Pop-O-Matic dice? 215-263-WMMR. What board game introduced the world to the wonders of the Pop-O-Matic dice? Which I love, by the way. 215-263-WMMR. You like the Pop-O-Matic? Yeah. I n- still hate board games, but I love, <laughs> love playing with that thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was a way that you, you didn't lose the die. You never yeah. did. Or yeah. dice, I should say, because sometimes it was two, sometimes it was one. But every now and then, the die would land on like a funky angle, and you're like, okay, is that a six or is that a three? We need to agree on this. Right. But uh, nonetheless, the Pop-O-Matic, let's see if you know. I'm going to go through some birthdays today. There's only a few of them. I only have four here. Mm. Uh, but there's some good ones. Today is Monday, October 24th. The great Kevin Klein, fantastic actor, celebrates his 75th birthday today. He's in that new movie with uh, Sigourney Weaver. What's uh, it about? Uh, she is um, she's oh, dealing with uh, yeah. alcoholism. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, who do we speak to from there? We, uh, uh, Beverly D'Angelo. That is correct. And we also talked to Marina uh, Backer. Right. Yeah. That was okay. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, obviously, he's, you know, he's one of the greats. He keeps working. Do you have a, a favorite role? I mean, you know, Fish Called Wanda. is great, but I love him in Silverado, too. Oh, man. Silverado is one of my favorite movies. It's a great movie. It's so good. Payton was yeah. his character. In I that. like yeah. uh, it was a Dave. Yeah, Dave yeah. is great. Too. I love movie. that yeah. movie, yeah. man. I love Charles Grodin as a, his accountant. Uh, yeah, yeah. very yeah. funny. Uh, Kevin Klein and married to Phoebe Cates for Still? a long, long time. Yep, is uh, seventy-five years old. Uh, actor B. D. Wong, great. We, we've spoke to him before. Uh, Jurassic Park. Uh, I remember him in the the movie The Freshman. Uh, and he's popped up in a ton of stuff throughout the years. Do you know he's really great in the series Gotham? He is a very malevolent character. Really? Yeah, when he plays a really sinister guy, he's great, too. He's 62. Uh, one of the all-time greats, actor F. Murray Abraham. Uh, most recently did a turn on Mythic Quest. Yes. 
Uh, and he left the series, though. He did leave yeah. the series, yeah. Uh, he's phenomenal in, uh, in, um, Amadeus, Amadeus is oh. just, it's still, I, I've always loved, loved, loved that movie. That movie's actually his story. Yes. <laughs> responding to. Yeah. 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 It's Salieri's yeah, story. Salieri's responding story. Responding to Mozart. Yeah. yeah. Mozart, yeah. Uh, but he's outstanding in it. I mean, he just stole that movie. He won the Oscar, I believe. He did. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, he's great in, um. Scarface. Yeah. Uh, he's the guy they end up hanging off of the side of the helicopter. Right, right, right. Which yeah. is pretty wild. He's the wrong way to travel. Uh, and then last birthday, set to murder your vagina, it's Drake's birthday today. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. And it was, uh, he's 36 today. Everybody thinks he's going to come out to uh, the Super Bowl with Rihanna, maybe. Oh, oh, really? Maybe. And do a uh, duet thingy? It's so, it's, right, they a always collab. have guests. They yes. have, and they, they've, du- they've duetted a number of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't say everybody because uh, I didn't until... Maybe right now. Sorry. A lot of people. Everybody who yeah, yeah. cares he in is. that world. And even uh, then. And now we know. I probably listen to more Drake than anybody in this room. Yeah. Uh, I, I could son. not tell you one single solitary song. You could hold a gun to my head <laughs> and have me try to name a song. Or you could play music and ask who. I just, it's not in my... It's not in my thing. No, it's not in mine either. But I give my Your son. I give my son the aux, as we call it, yeah. and um, and I listen to a ton of his stuff. Some of it I like. I forget. I was watching a comedian yeah. case who said he goes. He just says uh, if he's ever asked, he's hearing something new on the radio. He goes, "Oh, that's Drake." Ninety percent of the time, he's right. Yeah, it's a great idea. All right, happy birthday, everybody celebrating birthdays. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, what board game for, first brought us the Pop-O-Matic 215-263-WMMR? We're going to go to Gina, see if she knows the answer. Hi there, Gina. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful. All right, Gina, what board game first gave us the Pop-O-Matic? Trouble. Trouble is yeah. Yes. One moment, Gina. Was the second game Headache. Oh, I don't know. Okay, I don't. I don't have the stats on the second game yeah. of the Popomatic. The legend. I'll have to do a documentary movie when I get the financing. Yeah. Uh, Gina. Johnny. Gina. Gina. Johnny. I forgot that we can use that with yeah. Gina as well. <laughs> I, I got them all. I got Genie and Gina and. Was it, did he say Shawnee, though? Shawna, and I guess Shawnee, because yeah. it's a playoff of Gina, Genie, Sean. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Genie, Genie. Oh, wait, no, wait, that's Genie. I already moved. Sorry, right, I got to okay. do this one again. Sorry. Oh, because there's uh, there's versions of it intact? Okay. <laughs> yes. All right, anyway, doesn't My matter. My bad. My bad. Doesn't matter. Uh, it Gina doesn't matter. Just got a $50 Metro Diner gift card. Celebrate Metro Diner's 30th anniversary with past favorites for a limited time, including their classic Reuben stacked with deli sliced corned beef, sauerkraut, melted Swiss cheese, and Thousand Island dressing on grilled rye bread. And you can visit MetroDiner.com. Preston, this just in, Headache did have a pop as well. Okay. So there we go. Good to know. Yeah. So we'll go through some uh, movies. Uh, box office number one was uh, Black Adam, made $67 million. So it was way out in front of the others. Uh, followed by Ticket to Paradise, which is the George Clooney and... Right, right, rom-com. Uh, yep, rom-com with uh, Julie Roberts. Uh, that made 16-plus mil. Followed by Smile, Halloween Ends, Lyle Lyle Crocodile, The Woman King, uh, Terrifier 2 was 7th. Followed by Don't Worry Darling, Amsterdam, and the top 10 was rounded out with Triangle of Sadness. Uh, we'll start with this. In a sneak peek clip of Diane Sawyer's interview with Matthew Perry, which is set to air on Friday on ABC, uh, the Friends star opened up about his struggle with addiction, which we covered a little bit of last week. Uh, he also details in his forthcoming memoir, Friends, Lovers, 
and the big terrible thing. Perry told Sawyer that he's especially thankful to Jennifer Aniston's support. As friends had reached the top of the charts, Perry said that he was deep in throes of addiction. He said, at the time, I should have been the toast of the town. Instead, I was in a dark room meeting nothing but drug dealers and completely alone. Man. Uh, he revealed that he, listen to this, he was taking 55 Vicodin a day. 55! When Sawyer mentioned methadone, Xanax, and full quarter vodka as his drugs of choice. I uh, also shared that he was really grateful for Jennifer Aniston for confronting him. Uh, so in this uh, same interview, he reveals uh, Preston the Harry Potter reunion. Uh, no, no, not the Harry Potter the reunion. French. The French reunion, yeah. yeah. The, uh, at that time, the, um, the shooting case, and you brought up how he was out of it. He was freshly sober. Okay. Like just a couple of days oh, when wow. that was uh, recorded. So he was on the was it, yeah. back end of... He probably was still still feeling pretty funky. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she had apparently, uh, Jennifer Anderson had approached him at one point and said, we know you are drinking. And he labeled that moment as scary. But he said that she was the one that reached out the most. And he said, I'm really grateful to her for that. So, I hope this one sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, elsewhere, Kim Kardashian celebrated her 42nd birthday with friends and family over the weekend. You got to imagine. I assume it was Outback Steakhouse, right? Probably. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's where you take a party, right? Yeah. Uh, or Cheesecake Factory, because you know they love that. Yeah. Apparently, things didn't go according to plan. TMZ reported that on Saturday, the Kardashian star was on her way to Vegas to see Usher in concert when her sister Kylie's private plane was forced to turn around due to strong winds. Oh, oh God, I hate when they turn my plane around. I know. When, when it's your private yeah, plane, yeah, and yeah. you should be able to do what you want to with your private plane, right. and they make you turn it around, it's kind of embarrassing, <gasps> to be honest. How am I going to burn up all this fuel? Wait, yeah. but actually, it was pretty bad in Vegas over the weekend. They had to cancel that um, We yes. Were Young festival, too. Yep. No, yeah. it's legit. Yeah, we were yeah. just yeah. having fun with it. Uh, instead of seeing Usher in Vegas, Kardashian and company headed back to Los Angeles and hopped on a party bus after enjoying Jello shots. Yay! <laughs> she and her crew stopped at an In-N-Out for late-night burgers. They were slumming it, just uh, like you know, just, just like, like the us. rabble, like us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's I guess, What's that? Go ahead. What do normal people do on their birthdays? Yeah, we go to In-N-Out and do Jello shots on Friday. Kim's actual birthday. Chloe and Chris posted sweet tributes to Kim, including old photos and home videos. Uh, Chloe wrote that uh, Kim is the poster child of resilience. Uh, while Jenner added that she is the strongest woman I know. They're basically titans. Yes. yes. And that's yes. something yes. we need to accept. <laughs> Although she says that uh, she said she's the strongest woman I know. I think Chris Jenner could. I don't you think Caitlin would be the strongest woman she knows probably? Friggin' A. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm one of the Eternals. Or maybe Chloe. You know the end of that movie? That's my hand sticking out of the ocean. <laughs> Uh, Variety reports that Trevor Noah denied having a beef with Kanye West in a behind-the-scenes TikTok posted to The Daily Show recently. So they're not beefing, as they say? He said, why am I, uh, why am I beefing with Ye? That's an interesting way to phrase it because a beef has to go both ways. Exactly. You have to have a two-way beef. Yeah. Noah said to his Like audience, a hot dog. It goes in both directions. He said, genuinely, it does. In my limited understanding of the, of the world, beef has always been something that generally will happen between two hip-hop artists. It's also what's for dinner. He said, I've never beefed with Kanye West. Yeah, it's a good point, Steve. I was concerned about, uh, I was concerned about Kanye West. And he added, if somebody says to me, that they have a mental health issue 
And they say to everyone that when they don't take their medication, they're unable to control themselves. And then everyone ignores when that person is having an episode and they haven't taken the medication. And then they perform. Uh, then then they platform the person and then they put them up. Exactly. I sometimes think it's a little crappy, to be honest with you. I so. can see Kanye. That's the beef. <laughs> there you go. What's for dinner? <laughs> I can see Kanye thinking he's in a fight with somebody and, and the other person has no idea. No that they're, yeah. Sure, yeah. That's what you call a beyond beef. Yeah. <laughs> so they're not beefing. No. According uh, to Trevor, but Kanye thinks they're beefing. Terribly. Okay. <laughs> All right, Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis's former nanny is continuing to stir the pot a little bit. According she to page clawing for any fame she can get. According to page six, the nanny claims that Florence Pugh was effing Harry and she had a boyfriend. Ooh. Oh, okay. Hang on a second. I thought she was saying that she's Harry. She's effing. She's got Harry. the biggest bush you've ever seen. That chick like, is effing is Harry. Effing Harry. Yeah. I mean, like I legit. I was like, dude, she, she have hairy arms. Like no, I'm like, what's her going bush on? Bush is super hairy. We had to start a control fire to get oh some of the God. undergrowth. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bigger Harry uh, Bush is. So, yeah, the nanny had said Florence Pugh was effing Harry. Yeah, it's said it's revealed that Florence Pugh is effing Harry, according yes. to the nanny. <laughs> yeah. Apparently a large, voluminous bush on Florence Pugh. <laughs> this breaking news. We go now to Jimmy Glushevsky, who's in the middle of that bush. <laughs> it's crazy. I just saw a toucan. So, no, she said that that uh, Florence Pugh was effing Harry Styles. <laughs> oh, right, right, yeah. And she had a boyfriend, oh. hinting at what might have caused all of the don't worry, darling drama. Uh, Pugh and Zach Braff had broken up earlier this year uh, after four years together. In addition to the story, E! News reports... We've got Bush. <laughs> We've got Bush. <laughs> Hey, Sean Rogar. Oh, no. <laughs> we go down to Booger. <laughs> reporting from Florence Pugh's Bush. We've got Bush. Wow. We've got Bush. <laughs> it's time now for the nerd report. <laughs> Booger is a field reporter. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> and and the fact that Tom Brokaw came out of retirement to cover Dude, He said when he thought he had the chance to work with Booger as a journalist, he could not pass it up. We've got Bush. Wow. We've got Bush. Booger, uh, describe what you're seeing. <laughs> We've Oh. Sorry, that was me. My fault. We've got Bush. Wow. We've got Bush. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's Takashi with the commentary in the background. Uh, so, let's see here. Anyhow, uh, in addition to this story, E! News reports that an animal rescue in Los Angeles issued a statement to set the record straight about another claim made by the former nanny that Wilde had to give up her dog in order to spend more time with Harry Styles. May Day Rescue said Gordy was adopted to Olivia Wilde at two months old and after giving him much love and training and travel adventures... She realized Gordy didn't love the travel life and wasn't happy around toddlers. Before this decision was made, Olivia called Mayday to discuss 
and we were involved in the decision. So it's a bunch of hooey, and they're uh, they're good to go. There's been like eleven things coming out of this whole oh, yeah. thing that have been instantly refuted by like twelve people oh, yeah. each. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. It's silly. Uh, today reports that uh, this is us star Mandy Moore welcomed her second baby into the world hey. with her husband Taylor Goldsmith. Hi, nice to meet you. Uh, Moore shared the news to Instagram on Friday, revealing that she had a son named Oscar Bennett Goldsmith. Welcome, baby. So they got themselves their second baby. On Saturday, Modern Family actress Sarah Hyland shared a video from her wedding to Bachelor in Paradise star Wells Adams. So yeah, so Wells actually serves as a host now. He, I think, was okay. a former Bachelor. Okay. Uh, the wedding was officiated by Highlands Modern Family co-star Jesse Tyler Ferguson. It was a kind of a um, a reunion of a lot of the cast members. In the beginning of the video, uh, Ferguson jokes that this is the final rose ceremony. Highland captioned the post to be married by Jesse Tyler was a dream and a privilege. Jesse, uh, you've been such an amazing friend, mentor, and an integral part of our lives. So happy, so happy birthday to the best efficient of all time. That show is so good. It is. It is um, like a, a crack addiction for me. If, if you know, if you're not yeah. quite in a good mood, I, there's so many of them. Thank God, there's many, many years. But you know. Um, you have those shows like Cheers for the longest time was that show right. for me and and uh, this is in the, it currently in that number one spot. So you always makes me feel good. You watch it in syndication, right? Yes, and yeah. Syndication doesn't necessarily go in order, or does it? I don't know. Uh, no, then there's not. I mean, there's some sort of ongoing storylines, but you can catch anyone. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you can just drop in. It doesn't matter which it season, which matter, episode yeah. you're going to enjoy. It. And that's kind of how I feel about Breaking Bad. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, because right, I watched it the other night. Once you know it, you can, now that has an evolving storyline, but you're so familiar with I'm it. I'm so it familiar matter, with yeah. it. I'll just drop in whatever season, whatever episode. But they're both very familiar. Uh, similar in Modern Family. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes. <laughs> in a lot of ways, they're quite similar. Breaking Family. Yeah. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly is tired of being laughed at as an actor and hopes that his new film, Taurus, will convince studio to take him seriously. Uh-huh. He told Movie Maker Magazine that uh, this was either his 14th or 15th movie. He said there are roles that come across him. <laughs> <laughs> See, he just got laughed at. Uh, that he loves, but says that he gets laughed at because they don't know who he is or they don't know him and the studios don't believe that he can handle it. I'm going to defend him because I happened to watch about a half hour of The Dirt yesterday as I was just looking for stuff to watch. He's really good in that as yeah. uh, Tommy Lee. There's yeah. an old... Uh, Not Tommy Lee. Yeah, Tommy Lee. Yeah, Tommy Lee. There's yeah. a show called Roadies that he's into. I think... Oh, you is can, he good? Have you ever, did you watch that, I didn't person? watch it, but I'm, I'm familiar with it, and I was like, okay, maybe, and then no. How is he? <laughs> is he good? I loved it. I yeah. loved the show. I think, you know, as we're in the industry, it's mm-hmm. following Roadies, and there's some really, really good moments. You, if you find it, it's on HBO or Showtime or something like that, but if it's worth to watch. If he's playing in his element, I, I don't see him as Henry Kissinger, yeah. but if he's, he's playing something that's suitable... Yeah, he's going to be fine. Uh, how is he in it? He's good. He okay. plays a, like a, a skater kind of punk kid that like didn't belong and kind of weaseled his way into the roadie crew. Okay. So it's a, per- it's a perfect role for him. Uh, according to Kelly, this movie is one step towards showing them that he can do it. Uh, uh, Megan Fox do it. <laughs> is also in Taurus, uh, which was released this year at the Berlin Film Festival. Uh, according to Deadline, House Dragon finale has been leaked online. Oh. An HBO spokesperson said, we are aware the 10th episode House Dragon has been posted on illegal torrent sites. Uh, it appears to have originated from a distribution partner uh, in the EMEA region. I don't know that. 
Uh, HBO aggressively monitoring and pulling these copies from the internet. Have uh, you the, dabbled yet or no? No, not yet. Uh, I'll get there. Uh, the 10th episode titled The Black Queen is set to air on HBO on Sunday the 30th, this Sunday. I hear nothing but good things about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, three weeks after Seisheen Littlefeather, the actress and activist who declined Marlon Brando's Oscar on his behalf in 1973, passed away. A column was published in the San Francisco Chronicle that questioned her Native American heritage. According to the author, Jacqueline Keeler, Littlefeather's sister, says that her Native American identity is a lie. One of her sisters, Trudy Orlandi, told Keeler, My father was who he was. His family came from Mexico, and my dad was born in Oxnard. However, Variety reports that other Native American writers and activists are denouncing Keeler... Uh, for having a long-standing vendetta against pretendians. Uh, Carly Button wrote on Twitter, Killer's desire to weed out pretendians has led to a violent vendetta against genuinely reconnecting natives who don't meet colonial standards. She added, I am Yaqui and I believe Sashin. So it's up to the knows? Who knows? But she passed it's away. a little after the fact now. Yep. Uh, Kenan Thompson told Entertainment Tonight on Sunday that a draft for the Good Burger sequel has been written. Excellent. And yeah. they they have Scorsese locked in, right? <laughs> he said, we're getting really close on Good... It's Goodfellas meets Good Burger. Good Burger 2, Thompson said. It's going to happen, and I think it's going to happen soon. We're going to figure out when the pocket of time will be to shoot it, but it's going to happen. And he said it's uh, closer than it's ever been, so I don't think that anything is going to derail it. And you go get point. your burger box. Yeah. <laughs> Go get your burger box. Oh, my God, I love it. And Steve, as a mascot, I have a clown uh, at Good Burger. Perfect, yes. Uh, George of the Jungle star, Brendan Fraser, joked last week that he had an almost apology to make to the city of San Francisco uh, for a scene from the 1997 film that caused a bit of a ruckus on the iconic Bay Bridge. At a recent Mill Valley screening of his new movie, The Whale... Uh, Frazier spoke to SF Gate about filming a stunt sequence in which George rescues a distressed parachutist dangling helplessly from the uprights of the bridge. Right. And according to Frazier, Disney hung a deflated parachute and a mannequin hundreds of feet in the air while shooting the bridge scene, which apparently alarmed civilians and at least one news station. Uh, Frazier said it brought traffic to a standstill on either side of the bridge. He said, my trailer was on uh, the other side uh, in a parking lot. I had the TV on, and Oprah got interrupted because there was a special news report with helicopters saying that a parachute is dangling on the bridge. And I'm going, wait a minute. And I'm looking at the helicopters and TV. Somebody didn't pull a permit. Somebody's going to get in trouble with the mayor's office. He said, so I can only apologize for that. So that apparently happened uh, when they were filming that uh, award-winning movie. Uh, yeah, George of the Jungle. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're saying um, the odds are really strong for him getting an Oscar nomination for right? this role. Yep. The Whale, by the way, will be out uh, December 9th. So we'll see if he does indeed get that. Uh, one more item, and then we'll get to... Well, actually, I have a couple items. How about uh, this one? Um, anyone hoping for a sequel to Tim Burton's Dumbo shouldn't hold their breath. Uh, speaking at the Lumiere Festival, Burton revealed that the 2019 film likely marked his end of long-running creative partnership with Disney. Mm. Uh, he began his film career as an animator at Disney before Warner Brothers hired him to make his live-action directorial debut on Pee-wee's Big Adventure. 
And he returned to work with Disney on films like Ed Wood, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Alice in Wonderland, Frankenweenie, and most recently Dumbo. But he believes that the entertainment landscape has shifted to the point where it no longer makes sense for him to collaborate with the entertainment giant. He explained that his experience working on Dumbo made him realize that Disney had gotten too big for him. Yeah, the, um, I thought the movie was was cute. I thought they did a pretty good job. I mean, the originals are better, but the um, you know they're, they're doing all these live action versions, and this is certainly solid. He said, uh, "My history is that I started out there. I was hired and fired several times throughout my career there. The thing about Dumbo is that I, why I think my days with Disney are done. I realized that I was Dumbo." That I was working in this horrible big circus and I needed to escape. That movie is quite autobiographical at a certain level. Uh, he also shared his thoughts about the state of superhero movies. Uh, his landmark 1980 film Batman helped establish many of the genre tropes. And he is surprised by how influential it continues to be. He said, it did feel very exciting to be at the beginning of it all. It's amazing how much it hasn't really changed, in a sense, the tortured superhero, weird costumes. He said, but for me, at the time, it was very exciting. Uh, it felt new. He said, the thing that is funny about it now is people go, what did? You, what do you think of the new Batman? And I started uh, laughing and crying because I go back to a time capsule where pretty much every day the studios were saying, it's too dark, it's too dark. <laughs> Yeah, and, and he said, "Now it looks like a lighthearted romp." Uh-huh. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's right. Yeah. I remember. Listen, I was one of them when they announced Michael Keaton as Batman. I'm like, "You've got to be kidding me!" Yeah. Uh, and the rest is history. And Here, we all loved him. And you also like you needed a song from an artist, right? You know, like, I, and how could you imagine there? I mean, the song that was the that for the Batman was the, that Nirvana song. Uh, what the right, hell is right. uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, really down and dour. Yeah. But for the original Batman, it was Prince Dance. Dance. Yeah. Yeah. Bat Dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A little bit different. All right, uh, here we are with the clips for you, gang. After surviving an overdose, a woman returns to her childhood home to confront her personal demons, but instead discovers a real one in Matriarch. Here star Kate Dickey explains who her character is. Is it not what she appears on the surface? Um, Slightly Scottish, you think? Possibly, I'm not sure. She has a whole different agenda going on as well. Um, But it unfolds into something that you're maybe not quite expecting. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, That's one of the thickest I've ever heard. I love it. Can we play that again? Instead of two, she says, Tay. Yeah. Is it not what she appears on the surface? (laughs) And she has a whole different agenda going on as well. Um, But it unfolds into something that you're maybe not quite expecting. Yeah, I, lo- I love a hardcore Scottish accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is hardcore. Yeah. That is thick. Though I'll have to see, I'll have to see the movie and see because a lot of times, <laughs> as amazing as it is, someone with an accent that thick can peel it back, yeah. and you wouldn't know. Uh, so, Matriarch is out on Hulu <laughs> now. <laughs> Where are you from? Is it not what and she appears on the surface? surface? And she has a whole different agenda going on as well. Um, but it unfolds into something that you're maybe not quite expecting. It's no. like a Simpsons character. Totally. Holy crap. Groundskeeper Willie. All right. Oh. Next clip. Here oh, yeah. we go. 
Ticket to Paradise. A divorced couple teams up to stop their daughter from making the same mistake they think they made 25 years ago. And then clip star George Clooney explains why he and co-star Julia Roberts never dated. Is it not what she appears on the surface? And she uh-huh. has a whole different agenda yeah, going yeah. on as well. Um, but it unfolds into something that you're maybe not quite expecting. <laughs> Nice job. Uh, Here we go. He was always in a relationship, or I was in a relationship, and we were we were fast friends right away, and uh, and so it was nothing but it's been nothing but fun for us. So I don't think that was ever really a thing. Vagina. Um, So Ticket to Paradise is out in theaters now, and it uh, came in second in the box office. Who's playing the daughter in this? Nick, do you? you, I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering. if we've seen her in other stuff, she looks um, familiar. I haven't really paid attention um, the, to the, the daughter character. The bride, Steve? Yeah, uh, yes. She looks like she's from Evan Hansen, the movie. Oh, okay. Uh, Ariel Carver O'Neill, is that I'm probably wrong. But uh, Billy yeah. Lord's in it as well. Caitlin Deaver. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know who the bride is. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, anyhow, there you go. Your entertainment report for this morning, friends. And uh, that's it in a nutshell. That's all you need. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Obviously, the toast of the town. <laughs> Philadelphia Phillies. It was just so wonderful uh, yesterday. And uh, we're going to dive into some of that stuff, too. And our buddy Michael Barkan is going to be joining us later down, later on uh, this morning, 9 o'clock hour, to break some things down for us. We have You Who Loot coming up as well. Your opportunity to win some money this morning. That'd be pretty sweet. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Cue the jingle. There it is. It's Kathy Romano, and I've revealed my 2022 Kathy's Fall Activities List. Ten brand new ideas to get you into sweater weather mood. Find the list, which includes helpful tips and coupon codes for all you fall activity fanatics. Posted now on PrestonandSteve.com. Suarez fires. Pop fly. Right field. Segura's out. Castellanos on. Yeah, that, that really happened. <laughs> that actually happened. Unbelievable. Uh, it's crazy. Who, who would have thought about a month ago, you know, that this would end up the way that it is right now? I want to ask uh, Nick, because you and I are the same age. We were in college, freshman year, the same exact time. Because when this happened in 08 and it happened in 09, we expected it to happen. But in in 93, even though the Phils were in first place most of the year, it just it seemed like an underachieving, underappreciated team the whole year. And this team, to me, seems very similar to that in, yeah. just in vibe. I think that's a good analogy. I mean, yeah. in June, they fired Girardi, right? And, yeah. and, and May, they were really underachieving. And uh, in April, I said I thought that they were going to make the playoffs, that the playoffs drought was going to end this year. And then yeah. uh, they did. And then when they made it to the playoffs, I mean, September was not great. I think they were under 500 in September. Uh, you know, they were going up against the Cardinals, who won the Central. Then they were going up against the Braves, who won the Atlantic uh, or the uh, the Eastern Division easily. I didn't think I thought maybe we could beat the Cardinals. I didn't really think we were going to beat the Braves. Right. They beat the Braves. <laughs> then they're going up against these guys, the Padres, who were hot, also coming into the playoffs. Yeah. And took down the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we won in five. Mm-hmm. And we're going to the World Series. I think, I, it's unbelievable to me. I think a lot of people are going to claim that they saw this coming. I can't. You, uh, nope. you, I mean, you'd mentioned that early. But it is so, it's so amazing and impressive. We were talking earlier, you know, off air, and, and it's something that we've, I've said, and I know a lot of other people have said, I think it's just the, 
like, oh, my God, yeah. the sort of vibe that makes them a, a team that's just grateful for every achievement and so that they don't have this weight of, you know, um, oh, this is this was destiny. They've been playing with house money this whole yeah. time, right? And, and, that's and they, a, that could be a dangerous team. And they keep winning with house money, which is unbelievable. I, I was thinking about, I was at the game last night, which was amazing to be there. And I was thinking about my dad a lot because my dad is now 75 years old. And uh, he's watched the Phillies and been a Phillies fan his whole life. He was three when they went to the World Series and lost in 1950. <laughs> uh, but he, he was with those teams in the 70s that um, were good but couldn't quite make it. And then in 1980, they won it all. 83, they get back to the World Series and they lost in five to the to the Orioles. And so my dad has sort of been there for a lot of those losing seasons, right? right. And gets used to it. Right. And now these guys come out of nowhere and they spend a lot of money on this team. They brought in Schwarber. They brought in Castellanos. They obviously brought in Harper a few years ago. And what Harper did last night to mm. me, I mean, Preston, I heard oh. you say this earlier, but uh, uh, Hoskins was incredible. He really was. And, and and for him to show up in the series was amazing. But what Harper did last night was nothing short of miraculous. Like It just was unfreaking believable Do you mean this? On the seventh pitch, Harper hits one in the air. Yeah. <laughs> great people are defined by great moments. Yeah. And uh, that was a great moment. That was the moment. And that was, you know, I'm watching the game. I'm going, wow, wouldn't it be, you know, I'm looking at the count. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, wouldn't it be amazing if dude step up and did it? Two yeah. strikes. Yeah. And did it. And, and then, like, why it. even give him a pitch to hit? You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, you know, this pitcher's good. He's smart. He's not going to give him, he's not going to groove one down <laughs> the, the center of the plate. And. Uh, he did, and he shouldn't have. And I remember when Harper was with the Nationals, it was very similar, not in the playoffs, but it might even been like an Easter Sunday game because there were a whole bunch of people at my house, and the bases were loaded, and, like, I was like, uh, all right, just, you know, don't don't pitch to him, you know, and, don't, <laughs> right, and, right, and right. sure enough, he hits a grand slam, and I was like, why, why would you even give him an opportunity to swing a bat at the ball? Because that's what he does. He is a great player, and... Uh, yeah, I just unreal what he was able to do. And then also, you know, Press and I were talking about this. Uh, you know, some of the other players who had a couple of low moments during the series. You know, Segura missing that that um, easy double play. Right. Uh, and and uh, Reese had had a couple of errors. Uh, errors yeah. And and the way they were able to pick themselves up and the rest of the team at the plate was just amazing. And this team was just. You know, it, 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 it's it's mind boggling. You know, there, there was a um, I, I was trying to find the video. Uh, someone, you know, like halfway across the city <laughs> stepped out and they recorded. You could hear yes. oh, wow. the stadium crowd yeah. that far away. I, I found I have it as well. Uh, I'll send it okay, to yeah, uh, Connor and Marissa. It's great. Uh, yeah. he And he uh, you could hear like the, the song. playing. Yes. You could hear the fireworks going off. He's walking outside in South Philadelphia and you hear the stadium going nuts like that. Uh, Casey, you're absolutely right. I mean, everybody at one point or another has stepped up in this series on this team. Uh, and there were 46,000 people last night. Probably uh, 45,998 of them were, were Phillies fans. We didn't have to deal with any Mets fans. You know, there were a few Padres fans in attendance. But, like, uh, I'm glad we're not playing the Yankees in the World Series because we don't have to deal with Yankees fans coming yeah. down. But there were, like, it was such a unifying feeling being there last night in, in a world where everything is so divisive and divided and everybody hates everybody for everything else. 
everybody was cheering at the same time <laughs> last night. It was yeah. a unifying moment for the city, and it felt great. And that, that I'll live with that home run for the rest of my life. And Steve, by the way, like I have the receipts. I call. I I wrote this team off a month ago. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I have the receipts. They're yeah. they're it's right there in my Twitter account. I'm like, they're not making the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I'm eating my words. I am so no, absolutely <laughs> yeah thrilled. It's not that I didn't like the team. No, you just get into a you get into a groove, and you're like, okay, this is the way it's. We'll get disappointed and move on. Mm. You took uh, the uh, Joe Girardi. You were, you were mentioning uh, Nick, and and uh, do you think he's happy? I think so. Yeah, right? I mean, he helped build this team. Does yeah. he get a ring? He does. Oh, he does. He was on the start. Yeah, he was on opening day lineup, so he gets a ring. Yeah, there you go. I'm yeah. just wondering about that. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to play a little clip here. So, Nick, you were. Uh, uh, you were at the game last night, and and you filmed uh, that last out. Uh, you got I, video. Of I it? didn't film the last out. I filmed. Oh, you the, got the home run, the Harper home run. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's hear that. So this is from Nick Seats. It's so yeah. loud that I can't even hear Nick. Steve, if you yeah. wouldn't mind, yeah, yeah, yeah. hang on. Let me let, yeah. at the moment you'll hear the crowd surge yeah. and uh, Nick, oh, you, I heard him on the yeah. second. <laughs> yeah. 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 Carefully, yeah. In yeah. the crowd, you watch the ball. But, you know, we watching on TV. We have the we you're just watching whatever the TV gives you. So we didn't watch the track, the ball track, but uh, we, we we just watched Bryce Harper stand there and, and him standing <laughs> yes. there. Yeah, I go, okay, this that's out. That's, yeah, it's gone. That's all it was you need know? to know, right? Uh-huh. It was cool looking over his shoulders, case because you saw uh, Reese jumping out of the dugout, and yes. then you saw Schwarber looking at it, and Schwarber had that 488 foot home run earlier in the series. <laughs> And Bryce had the face, you know that, and and so for Schwarber and Reese to watch Bryce's home run last night in the biggest moment of the series, yeah, uh, was pretty pretty freaking amazing. <laughs> wow, did you? Uh, was there any question when it left the bat, or were no. you hanging on for a minute? I um, mean, it, it, they were down at that point, you know, and it was yeah. a weird night too because it was rainy, and there were a couple of moments where you thought, um, you know, maybe they might pause this for a second. They, you know, they they came out in between innings to like try to clean up the infield. There were parts where like behind third base, there were puddles that were gathering, and I was terrified that they were going to do like a five eight. 5B uh, like uh, yeah, there were a couple wild pitches and yes. things started getting slippery. Yeah, and, and like okay, and, and the Anthony. Padres had the advantage there. I mean, right. honestly, yep. the Padres had the, with, with all those because after that inning, uh, you know, they clean, the the rain stopped. They cleaned everything up yep. in the uh, you know uh, in, in the infield. I'm like, oh, they're giving these guys the optimal conditions. By the way, if you were there last night, call us two one five two six three WMMR. Just want to hear uh, whatever the excitement. How was what what you want to share? Let's share it together. Yeah. yeah, Preston, you rang in my head. I was I was watching in a bar. I was watching a new wave in Queen Village, and we, we all kind of knew at that point, like that that the game was over and we were going to win. And I was like, do I videotape this moment or do I just enjoy it? And I just enjoyed it. Oh, good for yes. you. Yeah, and, good you know, for you. I do regret it. I wish I had video. You because, regret it because I mean, just the way that the place exploded. Like it was, it was that final breath. We were all holding our breath, and then it just exploded. Yeah. Um, but next time, just get a tripod. You know, <laughs> place it, set it up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just let it roll all night. I had to put my phone away because uh, Steve Preston's uh, best friend uh-huh. from St. Louis was also <laughs> watching, and somehow. <laughs> 
is 45 seconds ahead of me. And so <laughs> at one point he goes, okay, just one more. So at that point I knew that they had gotten somebody out. I didn't know how. Yeah. So the three of us were on this text chain, me and, me and Steven and Casey. And uh, he's saying all of a sudden, yeah, you go, wait a minute. I'm like, I'm like a minute behind you guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's all you left it at. So we stopped texting yeah. you at that point. I'm going to put my phone away so I can just experience this. Oh, dude. So on Friday night, and this is how dumb I am, okay? Because apparently this has been happening all series where my daughter's like, I'm going to, hey, I'll bet you 50 bucks that, uh, you know, so-and-so hits a home run, right? So on Friday night, Schwarber, she goes, I bet you 50 bucks Schwarber hits a home run here. And I think he might have been down like 0-1 or 1-2 in the, or in the count. I'm like, okay. Because in my mind, I'm like, if he hits a home run, I'm like, I'll give you 50 bucks for a Schwarber <laughs> home run. Boom. Smashes a home run. She, who who oh, tipped Rick, her off? Yeah. Was she looking at Twitter? She got the thing on on uh, on the Score Mobile app. She got a, an, a, an, a, an oh, announcement. I go, that's, that's I go, like on a Groundhog Day with Jeopardy. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, what's your, what's your Venmo? And she's like, Dad. I'm like, what? She's like, I... She like, and she. I was like, you should have just lied to me. She fessed up yeah, to she you. Fessed no, up. She what a good honest. kid. Yeah, I uh, I commend her, and she should get into embezzlement. Because yes. yes, she's got the mind for it. Oh my god, that's I so love funny, that. Casey. That's funny that she thought to, to scam you like that. And she had been doing it like for a few games. Really? And, and I my daughter's going to be a sports reporter, <laughs> and I never picked up on it. I got to go on uh, on Friday. I saw Scotty Hartnell there on Friday night, uh, so it was cool to see him. He said hi to you guys, and that's cool. Is that him in the picture? Yeah, he was. I was standing a a step above him, so it looks like we're the same height. Yes, dude, he looks like an old man (laughs) hunched over or something like that. That's funny. There was a listener named James who uh, uh, stopped me and Scotty and and took a picture, and um, uh, and then also on Friday night, I saw Pete of Chickies and Pete's, Ah. and he said to say hi to you guys, and he's like. We're going to bring the same energy from 2008 when I was in the bar at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly and did yeah, right. the, the famous... They did it! That. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> we, listen, if you get anywhere near the game itself or in, in a bar, Nick, we're going to have to set you up with the exact yeah. same recorder. I mean, look, the, the you know we'll talk probably a little more X's yeah. and O's when Barkin's here, but the, the Astros are really good. Um, but the Phils haven't lost at home this season, you know, I, in the, this postseason. I will, uh, I'm, I'm going to fess up and I've been saying it, um, you know, for the past, uh, week or two that I, you know, I'm, I'm, I did, I, I watch, I could count on one hand how many games I watched in the regular season and I'm having so much fun watching postseason right now. I've watched every <laughs> single game. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to, you know, be this uh, bandwagon jumper, jumper, quote unquote, but I, you know, I've always been kind of a postseason person, especially for, uh, games like baseball that have a, a ridiculous Super amount of games season. throughout yes. the season. No, I, agree. I watch long, long one game, from time yeah. to time kind of passingly, yeah. you know, just kind of kill yeah, some yeah, time, yeah. watch a game, go to a game or something like that. But now that, that things are really, really, you know, uh, every single game means... And every pitch. Every pitch means something. It's so exciting. And I'm, you're and right. I'm, I've been loving this. I've been... It, this, this particular series, this series, the NLCS, was mm-hmm. a lot of fun to watch. I mean... Because, uh, I mean, all the home runs, Saturday night, the 10-run game was just unreal. And it was back and forth. It was so great. It was fantastic. uh, And so I I went and saw Tom Segura on Saturday night. So I I missed most of the game. But, like, before Tom came on stage, I'm like, oh, God damn it. They were down 4-0 in the first inning, right? And then I put my phone away. And uh, and then I, I, I... I take it out right before he's about to. I'm like, oh, it's four three with nobody out on the in the first down. I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. There's a man on second. It's four three with nobody, you know. And then when I uh, when the show was over, 
it was 6-6. And, uh, and then we watched a little bit in the casino. And I swear to God, by the time we were driving past the stadium... On our way home from uh, Atlantic City, that's when the Phils won. Oh. Like, I mean, it, it, wow. was, it was a really long, and it is. like these. And, and what's weird, Press, is like during the regular season, every pitch and every at-bat is just as important yeah, you, you no, know, it, to the it, players. It just doesn't, it doesn't quite it doesn't feel, feel that feel way. That way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, agreed. And, and uh, an interesting stat, and I'm sure we'll talk to Barkan about this later on, which I wasn't aware of, but uh, this, you know, with, the, with uh, Houston... Uh, their record versus the Phillies. This is the widest bridge, the widest gap mm. of victories in the regular season wow. uh, of any uh, World Series matchup. It is the perfect Cinderella story <laughs> yeah. setup. It is the perfect <laughs> David and Goliath setup right now for this to be a legendary World Series. Apparently, uh, on Friday night, Billy Corrigan was making announcements, too, from the stage. And, Preston, I know you said the word bandwagon, but, I mean, baseball is a long, long season. Yeah. So, I welcome everybody who's jumping on now and who's getting excited. I saw a great tweet this morning that said, um, you know, people hate the Astros so much that they are jumping on the Phillies bandwagon. It's kind of like the Eagles-Patriots in Yeah, because they were cheaters a, a few years ago. Right. And, and, and they, there was won. a whole, yeah, yeah that, I remember that whole series of stuff where they, they, the cheating scandal. It was, uh-huh. it was fairly yeah. elaborate, yeah. yeah. Let's get some calls. Let's talk to some people. I'm going to go to uh, Neil, who is first in. Hey, Neil, how you doing, man? Good. How you doing, guys? Wonderful, bud. So were you there last night? Yeah, we were in the suite, and one of the things I forgot to tell the person who called, one of the magical moments that you guys were talking about was this was the first time my kids, seven, my son 17, my daughter 12, got to experience a Game 5 situation, and the euphoria that came <laughs> over them was in. I mean, it's one of those memorable moments you'll never, ever forget. Yeah. And at the beginning of the game, my son's like, all right, Dad, this, we got to change this up a little bit. Could you please do something? So I gave him a sip of beer, and he was fine. Oh, Stop it. Oh, yeah, God. you have to. Yeah, it's just, this is a ball game. I'm like, it's okay, buddy. It's all right. And he looks at me, he's like, oh, it's not bad, Dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was actually really cool to see the excitement of the kids and everybody around just being all, like, there was, I even said to my son, I go, it doesn't matter the race, creed, color, whatever you are. Everyone yeah. was so excited. It was pretty, it'll be never U- forgotten. Unifying, yeah. Uh, Neil, how'd you end up in a suite last night? Uh, my wife works for um, a company that we were able to get there. All right. Um, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it online. So that, uh, well, well, I would probably not. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was pretty cool. And obviously being raining out, it was very nice. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, much better. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and, and uh, Neil mentioned, and, and I know Thanks, all Neil. of you, I know, uh, Nick, you just talked about your dad. I know Chuck D'Amico has a very <clears throat> special memory of, of this team and, and all of this stuff. There there seems to be, in a familial way, when you can share that. Yeah. I know you were alone, Preston, when you were watching it. But <laughs> yeah. but um, but that so many stories are predicated, I think, as the years go by, with how it was absorbed through family members yeah. and how those moments will always live in your memory. Steve, through some crazy confluence of events on Friday night, I was able to, I was going with my dad and then some extra tickets came. Whatever happened, I ended up being able to go with my dad, my brother, and my three-year-old nephew. Wow. And so it was just, and, and the Wait, seats, we were. the three-year-old, did they, he need a ticket? Yes. Oh, come on. I know. But, but he, he bought all the beer. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. He, you know, okay. he was our beer runner the whole time. Um, but, 
my nephew kept talking about the game. My dad was talking about the game. It was just a moment we got to share that we'll have forever. And when I was on Broad Street last night, I went after the bar. We, we of course, walked out to Broad Street. And um, there were so many families out there. At first, I was thinking, like, is this really the place you want to bring your kids? It didn't matter. Everybody just wanted to celebrate it and have their family with them to, to enjoy that. By the way, Casey mentioned a three-year-old taking a, a seat. What was the story with the and, – and it was the last two games – uh, of the seat directly behind home plate mm-hmm. has was vacant. No kidding. The last two games, not one person sitting in that seat for the last two games. Well, I wonder. Huh? I don't know because I was. I didn't it see is it. Arguably the best seat in the entire well, stadium. Every now and then, a player will buy a seat for somebody. And I remember '93, Kurt Schilling uh, bought seats for his dad who had passed away. And left that seat empty on purpose. I don't know if that's what the case was last night, but um, maybe... Is it the seat? Sometimes there's a, a guy uh, uh, doing with the the speed counter. There was no. nobody and in the seat it, the entire time. No, it's not that guy. It's they, not that guy. No, and they won't they won't put a radar gun at that seat. Okay. Yeah. So I was just curious. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm like, that's kind of a waste. There were some really cute stories that came out like that, like a guy who uh, put his shirt, his dad's shirt, on the seat. Yeah, Next he to went, him, right, and yeah. Right, as a tribute. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go to Fran. Hey, Fran, good morning. Good morning. Hi, Fran. Oh, my voice my <laughs> voice isn't so good today from uh, all the excitement yesterday. It's but, a good uh, problem to have. Yeah. I know. I My dad is 82 years old, a lifelong Phillies fan. He has, like, the Sunday game plan. So he walks slow. He has a cane, but he was there on Saturday night with my son and back down there again with me yesterday wearing his 1980s Phillies jacket uh-huh. with a little baseball hat on, and he was so cute. And he walked from the subway to Citizens Bank Park and back, But and everybody was so nice. Good to for him. him. But, um, he made it. It was it was such a blessing to be able to share that special day with my dad. That's awesome. That says so much of what it's about, Fran. And, and yep. I'm so we're so happy for you that you got to be there experiencing that with uh, with him. And I'm sure it just meant the world. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. And we got to see the, them win the World Series um, back in 2008. So we plan on being back there again and, and experiencing that. It was amazing. Awesome. I just had to call in. Oh, Thank absolutely. you, Fran. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'd love to be able to take my dad to the World Series. I, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I, I was lucky enough to go on Friday and, and then last night. I met some listeners outside of the stadium last night, uh, Michelle and Patrick, and they just went down to be there. They weren't. They didn't have tickets. They were hanging outside. So many people yeah, were doing they, that. They, were, yeah. they went to like you know the Ferris wheel and the party outside, and Ooh. so just like hanging out with them for a little bit and and just people sharing in that experience. Just being there last night was cool. I rode the Ferris wheel on Saturday night. <laughs> it was great. It was great. We were rolling up to the stadium and. And um, there was no line. Okay. And I look at my friends. I was like, we're doing the Ferris wheel, right? We're doing the Ferris wheel. Did you guys enter for the lottery for the tickets? Not yet. Oh, yeah. I, put, I put my name in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What the hell? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A plethora. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me, I, I want to go to this call. Uh, Simon is blind and wants to explain his experience. Hey, Simon, good morning. Hey, good morning, everyone. Hey, bud. Uh, good to talk to you all. It's, uh. Yeah, I uh, heard you were taking calls, so I figured I'd call in. I was at the game yesterday. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it was really a great experience. Uh, I, I listen to the radio usually, but uh, I went with my dad, and he described to me all the things that were going on. Wow. And the crowd, it was really electric, you know, the crowd. And uh, one of the things that I did, uh, I, I thought it was cool. You were talking about the, the footage that you got uh, and stuff. 
I actually uh, recorded my experience at the game because I can't see pictures and all that, but mm-hmm. I do uh, audio recording, and I got the whole experience recorded yesterday, and oh, that's, that's awesome. something that I'm so uh, proud of because I'll always have that. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, and Simon, um, that, that recording that you're doing, it are you also recording, you know, you talking to, to other people? And, and the, the, yes, I did. That's awesome. Did. It's great. Yep. So you'll always have those memories right there recorded. Absolutely, and I also dedicated it to my grandfather, who was a who was a, a, a Phillies fan. His name was Tony Separati, uh-huh. and uh, he passed away on October twentieth, twenty fifteen. So it was just the seven year anniversary of his passing. Well, I dedicated this day to him. I, I said I'm going to definitely go, and uh, yeah, I love your show. I've actually been on before. So I figured I'd call in. And Thanks so awesome. much, Simon. That's great. And uh, well, what a great tribute. Thanks, Simon. Appreciate it, man. That's cool. Excellent. That is, see, you know, there's countless stories like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to, uh, let's go to Brittany next. Hey, Brittany, good morning. Good morning, Katsu. Katsu. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice sounds lovely. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, my God. I sound terrible, and I, I'm sorry. But I, I do want to say, I not was not only at the game last night, but it was the first time I was ever at any playoff game, and the experience was unbelievable. Um, it was insane. It was the most exciting thing I've ever been to. <laughs> your your voice is so it's so <laughs> it says awesomely all. accurate. Yeah. It tells the whole story. Yeah. That that that. Indicates a whole lot of joy. Post game, did you do anything, Brittany? Um, we stayed at we stayed at the stadium for a while to watch the ceremony and everything. And we went to the majestic store to get the merchandise. The line for that was insane, but it moved very very quickly. Yeah. And then we went to Xfinity Live. Um, we had to pay a cover charge to get in. <laughs> right. But the, the floor was an absolute mess, but I loved it. <laughs> uh, and this is a listen again. And we were talking about this leading up to this. And and uh, as Nick says, you're playing with house money at this point. Um, you know, you they can't take all this away from um, you and from the other fans who experienced it. So listen, we, we're hoping for great things, but that that memory alone will be with you forever. It sure will. <laughs> I'm never going to forget it, and I. Recorded video at the end. Uh, I, I just, I can't even think of any more words to say. <laughs> nice. I love my it. experience. I love it, yeah. Thing. All right, thanks, Brittany. Appreciate the call. Uh, we have a number of Yankees fans that are texting in saying they're on board. They want to see uh, Houston lose. So, yeah. and I am. Um, this is the very first season that I never went to a game. Oh, not one. Not one, and not one game. So, yeah. I'm going to put in for tickets uh, for the World Series. Mm, and if I, win, I don't think so, Osborne. Hang on a second. Okay. Okay. Hang on a second. Right. I'm going to get them for people I love, <laughs> not for myself. I love you too, <laughs> yeah. Casey. Yeah, Thank not, you. No, no, my family. <laughs> That's a good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will not go to a game, but I will watch every single pitch. All right, I'm going to go to Corey, another call. And we got to take a break here shortly because we have the Yoo-Hoo loot coming up. Hey, Corey, good morning. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, good morning Ed, Corey. What's up, bud? What's up? What's going on? Yeah, I was at the tail, uh, game last night, tailgating, mm-hmm. and uh, I went down there with a bag full of beer. Just hoping I was <laughs> a bag? <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on. Wait, you were you went out there with a bag full of beer and what? 
and just looking for somebody to watch the game with in the parking lot. And that's, I struck out the first two times I seen people. Finally found these cool-ass people. Let me chill in the RV, and we had a blast. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. You just went down and hooked up with people and all hung out That's and watched great. the game together. That's, That's what a, That's bag of, a bag of beer will That's, do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, was yeah. it loose or was it in cans? Yeah. Oh, it was in bottles. Oh, bottles. That's okay. even better. Yeah, even there you better. go. You, you did it right. So, Absolutely. that's cool, man. Yeah, you ended up being down there just amongst the masses, feeling the vibe, yeah? Yeah, and I got to go down to Broad Street afterwards. It was insane. <laughs> Where on Broad nice. Street were you? Uh, I I was at uh, right at City Hall. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, there were little pockets. I was at City Hall Thanks, in Martin. that, like, locust area. There was another party going on on Shunk Street. Yeah, so Mayfair had something yeah. going on. That's kind yep. of been a spot. Jordan Maialata from the Eagles was down there. He, yep. you know, Steve Keeley from Fox Twenty Nine uh, was reporting yeah, yeah. constantly. Yeah. yeah, and so you know, Jordan is you know he's from New Zealand, right? Uh, and uh, you know, so baseball, you know, he's only been here for you know a couple of years, and he was just living it up, loved it. And uh, here, Steve, here's the audio from a mile away that you were looking right. for. Yeah, uh, that uh, in South Philly. But not anywhere near the stadium, a mile away. You could hear it. That's awesome. Wow. Hang on. There it is. That's from Bryce Hitt, I'm, I'm assuming. It's insane. Wow. Wow. Insane. Absolutely. Well, today is a happy day, friends. A happy day. Yeah. And uh, things get started here on, uh, on Halloween. Is when the first game in Philly will be on Halloween, but the series gets started on the 28th. So we'll get the times and all that stuff, hopefully, uh, later today. I don't know. I haven't seen the schedule as far as what time the games are going to be. I think they're all night games for the World Series. Okay. And by the way, uh, Camp Out for Hunger starts two weeks from today. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In South Philly. Yeah, it's Uh crazy. All right. Well, listen, we got to take a break because when we return, we have $1,000 to give away, and that is with you who loot. Uh, B-File coming up, too. Stay with us also later on. Our buddy Michael Barcam will get more to the detail of all that stuff with Mike when he gets in here. Stay put. If you like what you hear... You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Listen up. Here's your keyword. All right, we got a word for you. The word is news, N-E-W-S. We're going to be until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that. Three ways to do it. You can text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or you can enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. Each winner gets a call from Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules are at WMMR.com. Sponsored by Horizon Services. And the word again is news. N-E-W-S. Now, WMMR. 
presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, let's share some stories. We're going to start with a disgusting one this Love morning. It. Mm-hmm. A Texas janitor is accused of urinating in a woman's water bottle, which the victim claims caused her to contract an STD. Oh a female employee at a doctor's office in Houston. Houston! Houston! Uh-huh. Notice that the water in the workplace's five-gallon dispenser had a funny taste and smell to this it. This tastes like piss. Well, that's how the water yeah. tastes in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> this tastes like piss. What do you think? Uh, the woman dumped the water after drinking the liquid had that, that had a peculiar taste. woman brought her own 16-ounce water bottle to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's piss. ...to work uh. after the incident, and she left the water bottle on her desk. A few days later, the woman's personal water bottle had also had a nasty smell and taste. Uh. So on September 20th, the woman handed a co-worker her water bottle after the co-worker offered to fill it with coffee. The co-worker removed the bottle's lid and asked the woman, why is the water inside yellow? Oh, my God. The co-worker smelled You didn't liquid. eat the pudding, did you? Inside the bottle and concluded that it reeked of urine. Another co-worker noticed that the water in her smart water was yellow and smelled like urine. Woman spoke to a doctor in the building who conducted a urinalysis test of the water. The liquid tested positive for urine. The office was not equipped with security cameras, so the victim purchased a small surveillance camera, and she placed the hidden camera under her computer. She left a water bottle on her desk overnight. The camera was turned on after a motion center detected movement. Uh, She received an alert on her phone, and it began recording. The woman claimed that the camera caught a man putting his penis in her water bottle. Uh The camera reportedly caught the man putting the cap back on the water bottle and then placing it back on the woman's desk. Mm, Just like so. The woman caught the man committing the act the next day. She went to police. She provided the police with a water bottle that had urine in it and the bottle that had the man had put his genitalia in. Uh, so on September 30th, the victim, who is a married mother of two, informed police she had tested positive for a sexually transmitted disease. Oh. That is incurable. It doesn't say, I'm assuming, that this is herpes. Yeah. Uh, doctors also said the disease can be spread through bodily fluids and it can weaken the immune system and in some cases can be life-threatening. So on October 3rd, a warrant was issued for the arrest of Lucio uh, Catrino Diaz, a 50-year-old janitor at the building. He was uh, taken into custody and confirmed on two occasions, he said, because he knew she would drink it every day that he did it. He admitted to urinating them for the past eight months. He allegedly did not know how many times he committed the act. He said that he did the bizarre crimes because it was, quote, a sickness that he had. Sick. Sick. (laughs) Just pissing someone's water bottle. Sick. Uh, Diaz tested positive for the same STD as the woman that was infected with it. How's that water? And Diaz was charged with aggravated assault. Tastes like piss. With a deadly weapon. I mean, this freak. God. And over the course of eight months. Yeah. Mm hmm. A New York man was uh, arrested on Friday after allegedly fatally stabbing a man who confronted him for his bad manners. Joan Nunez had opened the door of a smoke shop for Edwin Pedroza. When Pedroza walked in without saying thank you, Nunez confronted him, which led to a verbal dispute. Video shared by the NYPD uh, shows... Uh, appears to show Nunez and Pedroza engaging in a physical dispute inside the smoke shop. At one point, Pedroza appears to push Nunez against a wall as he holds his hands up. The pair left the shop as the fighting escalated where Pedroza allegedly displayed a knife and stabbed Nunez in the abdomen and neck. That's bad manners, too. Led the location on an e-bike. Nunez was pronounced uh, transported to an area hospital. He was pronounced dead. The guy, oh, the guy stabbed him to death. He murdered wow. him, yeah, over the, the being called out on his bad manners. 
Uh, Pedroza was arrested Friday morning in Brooklyn and charged with manslaughter and criminal possession of a weapon. What do you say to someone you stabbed to death? Wow. A California public school teacher has been arrested after police say she hid a teenager who had been reported missing for two years. This is according to the Sacramento County Sheriff's Office. Uh, Holga Castillo Oliveras faces uh, charges of detention of a minor with the intent to conceal from a parent or contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Olivares is described as a teacher at the Alice Bernie Waldorf-inspired K-8 through school. Though the boy she is accused of sheltering does not appear to have been her student at the time, cops say that she hid him. According to uh, Katie Smith, the boy's guardian, Olivares is the mother of one of his friends. The bizarre saga, saga began in May 2020 when the then 15-year-old reportedly left his home after an argument. Police say he was, reportedly, he was reported missing that June. And then in March 2022, he suddenly returned and asked to move back home. Hmm. Uh, Olivares has been placed on administrative leave by the school district pending an investigation. She will still be in police custody as of Saturday evening. So we're under the belief that this was a, uh, this was a consensual thing, that she was that hiding she him? she may have been hiding him huh. uh, and letting him live there because he didn't like his living situation. But they're pretty vague on the details right yeah. now, but it could be that. But two years, that's a long-ass time. All right, and then we'll do one more story. Uh, in Florida, the Marion County Sheriff's Office says a 14-year-old student at Lake Weir Middle School broke into her grandparents' safe and stole about $13,500 in cash. Half of her grandmother's life savings left over after she had sold the house. And then... I was going to buy a jet ski. Then the Sheriff's Office says the girl started handing the cash out to people at school. So generous. Oh. Handing it out. Parents got a voicemail from Lake Weir Middle School's principal about the incident Thursday asking the adults to give their kids a call. Uh, Michelle Spaulding obliged, saying, that's when I was like, yeah, Mom, the child did come up to me and asked me if I wanted $100. And she said, no, it's got to be stolen, and I don't want nothing to do with it. This is what the student said. Yeah. So since Spaulding got that call, this has turned into a criminal investigation. The girl accused of stealing the money told deputies a friend who'd moved away, gave it to her to hand out. Well, how about a free tube of Polydent? Uh, students who accepted the money told deputies the girl claimed that it was a grandmother's money and she had permission to give it away. Some students didn't buy the story and reported it to administrators and the school resource officer. Spalding says her daughter told her she doesn't know the girl who offered her the money. Uh, the young girl is now facing felony charges for grand theft. She was arrested Friday morning given a $2,000 bond. Uh, deputies and officials at the school are trying to get the money back. They found around $2,500 left in the teenager's Ugh. backpack. One student handed in 200 and at least one other brought 500 back to the front office. Sheriff's office and school officials are asking parents to check with their kids to see if they received any of the stolen money. Hi, uh-huh. So, pretty wild. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you for now. All right, you've got about seven minutes or so to enter the word news, N-E-W-S. That is the you who loot word. So get to that now. You can text it to 45911 or enter it through the MMR app or WMMR.com. Sponsored by Horizon Services, so don't miss this. If you do miss it or don't have a chance to win now, we'll do it again at 10 a.m., noon, 3, and 5 p.m. So get set. The word is news. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. 
93.3 WMMR proudly supports the fourth annual Market Street Run for Blue. This Sunday, you can run or walk this five-mile course down Market Street, starting and ending in Old City, with proceeds benefiting the Philadelphia Police Foundation and awards for top finishers in multiple age groups. Click events at WMMR.com for all the details and to get signed up. It's the Market Street Run for Blue. This Sunday, 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. By the way, we have a new Daily Rush video available. It's when uh, Ryan Johnson stopped in, director of uh, Glass Onion, the Knives Out sequel, uh, came by on Friday, and uh, he talks all about that stuff, his love, for, his love for Agatha Christie movies, and that small independent Star Wars movie you might remember. <laughs> you can be the first to see the new Daily Rush videos uh, by subscribing to our YouTube channel, sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. You can learn more at Xfinity.com. And you can also go to PrestonandSteve.com and while you're over there, Marissa set up this blog of uh, reactions from the Phil's win last night from uh, celebrities, local celebrities, national celebrities, everybody. It's a cool. It's a nice little look at everybody how excited they are. Fantastic. It is a wonderful thing. Um, something we did not do on Friday, uh, I would like to do now, and that is to dive into the world of food as I have a connoisseur. It's time for the delayed version of the connoisseur. We didn't get to it Friday, but it's still as relevant as ever. That is right. <laughs> because All right. we never stop eating or we'll die. Ever. First order up. Nick, what'd you have at the game last night? Uh, I did not eat anything at the game what? last night. What? I know, yeah. Then, uh, then, you? then uh, don't that's eat. That's not true. I had a soft pretzel. Then have okay. a soft pretzel for any game you go to from here on in. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I'm not sure how the food has been faring at the ballpark lately, but uh, three Philadelphia restaurant giants, Stephen Starr, Mark Vetri, and Jose Garces, are part of the action this season at the Wells Fargo Center. Okay. Big improvement, yeah. yeah. I actually ate at a Garces restaurant on Saturday night. Where'd you go? I went to Amada at the, uh, the Ocean Resort. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, so that's formerly Revel, right? Formerly Revel. Okay, so I've eaten at Amada there too. I didn't know that it stayed there. Yeah, most definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's right on the water. (laughs) Most definitely. So the (laughs) club level's $50 million improvements is part of a $350 million renovation that's being unveiled to the public or was recently unveiled. and so when they, uh, uh, so just to give you a rundown, if you have not been. I'm going to listen carefully because our studio is undergoing a $50 million renovation <laughs> to <laughs> Wells Fargo Center because we've gotten, you know, uh, the Flyers underway and, yeah, and yeah. the Sixers are underway now. So it was probably spending more time there Absolutely. now. Uh, so Star Vetri and Garces are working with uh, Airmark Sports and Entertainment, which is the area's uh, concessionaire. Mm-hmm. And uh, Star's con- contribution is a high-end tavern called Adrian. Adrian. Uh, fiddle, fittingly named after Talia Shire's character. Named after my beloved wife who was chewed apart by Buckus. And Rocky. Buckus <laughs> killed her? You didn't know that? No. Uh, yeah. But it's, it's a 300-seat restaurant that overlooks... Uh, they gave the, her a bra made out of jerky trees. <laughs> uh, uh, the arena floor, and it was previously, it was the grill. But oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Grill. Have but you guys it, ever eaten dinner there? At the Wells Fargo yeah. Center, yes, well, and like watched it during a game too. Yes. No. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty wild. If you can, it's score... interesting. It's I don't not. Like it. Yeah, no. I, I, I don't. I do, the not, food's good. Yeah, but I don't like being removed from the action like I, that. I, I agree. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say if you can like mid season like get reservations right as the game's starting, sit on the glass. Those are my my prerequisites. I thought it was kind of cool. I yeah, thought it was a I cool just, experience. I felt like I was uh, in a different building, you know, and, and like I'd rather be out in the crowd. I was there for Game Six of the Stanley Cup Finals. 
season in 2010, and I couldn't stay in there for that long because it just I felt like I was completely removed from the action. It was a little too quiet. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But if you want to get a great meal while you're at the event, this is the way to go. Uh, so it was previously the grill, and the menu includes a 48-ounce uh, steak. What? 48 yeah, ounces? God. That's a table steak right there. Uh, jumbo <laughs> jumbo prawns, French onion soup, and Caesar salad. Just chop the legs off and put the whole thing up on it. Uh, Vetri's game is pizza. Uh, so yep. it's he knows the need to eat pizza. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, the name is MVP. That's the name of the place. Which what am actually, I talking about? <laughs> I am talking about the need to eat pizza. pizza. Which actually is, uh, it kind of stands for Mark Vetri Pizza. Yeah. I love that. MVP as well. Obviously, we know where that lies in the world of sports. MVP. Is that the way it's always been? MVP, no, I don't think so. <laughs> MVP replaces the bistro. All right. Uh, a stand on the 11th Street side. Uh, the pizza is... Um, Neapolitan style served as a 10-inch personal size plus a 16-incher for the sweets, a roast pork calzone, and uh, drinks round out the opening menu. I mean, they really have at the Wells Fargo Center, they have, you know, done a really nice job of, like, cleaning up the joint and, you know, making... The, I agree. Yeah. It they, looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. they hey. have, like, a nice little area where, like, the chickies is and uh, there's a uh, Shake Shack and all that stuff. Chuck was telling me, because they, they redid the um, uh, the club level. Right. Uh-huh. They redid all this stuff, and he said he got a chance to be uh, in one of the club level suites, and the bar, a, a part of the bar, something like that, the, tab- the, the, the actual bar that you would set your drinks on and stuff... Is ice. Yes. Oh. It's like made of ice. Keeps your drinks cool. And keeps your drinks cold by setting your glass on the ice. And he thinks it might be only for Flyers games, hockey. Okay. You know, it makes sense to do that. So I would have to see that myself to understand how that actually works. But that's pretty cool. Yeah, except you can't lean on it. Well, it's yeah. not the... Uh, is, uh, is it the whole... I don't think it's I the don't whole know. bar. The I'm, whole freaking bar. The whole bar. freaking bar. <laughs> so, on the Levels Broad Street side, uh, Garces is fronting uh, Garces Eats. Uh, serving dishes inspired by his restaurant, Village Whiskey's Burgers, a chicken sandwich, duck fat fries, wings, mm. and Cobb salad are up first. And he also has a stand on the concourse for Buena, his expanding uh, Tequeria chain as well. Uh, the club level also has a premium seating entrance and lobby, a new terrace, new seating options, and themed whiskey and tequila bars. Uh, who would have ever thought, <laughs> like like in the days of the yeah. spectrum, that you would see this? <laughs> Jose Garces, yeah, yeah. And just all these, the, all these specialties. Yeah. You know? Uh, the what, bond- do you, what do you default to? I mean... It- Obviously, most often you're going to be getting beer and a hot like dog. running gun food. Yeah, 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 yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. I, I, Slice you know, of pizza or something. But clearly, there's enough of a revenue stream to warrant this investment. People yeah. obviously go in for the full meal. And I all mean, that. even the popcorn is being popped at the place. You know, before there was just if you like, you're talking about Spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> there were just <laughs> bags of popcorn <laughs> that were just sitting in the lower level uh, underneath, <laughs> like where Can't all the lockers and everything that's are. How most movie co- movies. Mo- when you go to the movies, yeah. it's they they will deliver pre popped bags of popcorn that they reheat. Oh, I've seen them uh, where I go. I, I you see them freshly popped. I see them yeah, freshly popped. Yeah, yeah, at the UA King of Prussia and yeah. uh, and Regal Oaks, they pop oh. them fresh there. This is a trend in stadiums. They're trying to make it more of an experience yeah. and bring other people in. You know, yeah. foodies and stuff like, such like that. It's it's yeah. the trend. How long before they have um, though the vendors walking around with like you know uh, lobster thermidor? Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah, thermidor. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can you pass? Can you pass this pate down? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Creme brulee, <laughs> creme brulee. <laughs> Creme brulee tres leches, right here. Creme's casino! Uh, so, the club level has, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. So, they also have... Caviar! Um, uh, the 11th Street side is called uh, Chamberlain's in honor, of course, Will Chamberlain, born in Philadelphia. Uh, while one on the Broad Street side is called Clarkie's, and that's after Bobby Clark. Oh, I like that. Yep, cool feature. The bar tops change to reflect sports being played that day, hardwood or ice. There you go. Wow. There you go. This is Michael Klein's article that I'm reading, by the oh, way. He would know. I saw him the other night, too. Oh, where'd yeah, you see him? At the ballpark. Oh, cool. He says hi. Did he? Was he eating anything? No. Okay. Uh, and then... Tell the gentleman you work with and repeat exactly, <laughs> hi. <laughs> yeah. Did he really say hi, or are you just saying that he said hi? No, no, he said hi. Okay. He said hi to everybody. I want no more or no less. He asked if uh, we're no, repeat there. it back to me. <laughs> yeah. Hi. This uh, is uh, Friday. <laughs> Garces eats and MVP are accessible by those with club and sweet tickets. Michael, oh. let, me get, let me get a pen. <laughs> that was hi, right? Exclamation point, question mark. <laughs> Uh, and then Adrian will be accessible by uh, all in the club and suite levels, as well as in Liberty Lofts and Revolutionary Row on the balcony level. Okay. Uh, season ticket. Are we still in the building at this point? Right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Revolutionary Row. Yeah. And Liberty Lofts. Is that in space? I don't know any of this stuff. Wow. You know, that'd be cool. That's something. What? You know, you've seen these restaurants now uh, where they... Um, they they actually lift them up through uh, you know the, the 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 balloons you know where they they rise up on uh, the table and everything is is airborne. Oh no! You, you haven't you, no. We talked about them where they will they, a restaurant where you can seat like sixty people around a large table and the chefs in the middle and the thing actually is hoisted up by by balloons by balloons? like helium yeah like a helium like a blimp a mini blimp and it lifts the entire. Hmm. You, I assume you've seen them. I think I saw a reel about this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so um, that's something we don't have in this area. But some cities have that. Now, mm, that's you crazy. can't obviously do that during the winter, but in the summer months, you could do that. Huh. Uh, so let's see. Season ticket members with seats elsewhere are going to have to uh, have the option for an add-on to their membership to access those places. So, yeah, it's crazy what they've uh, what they've been able to do at these venues. Can I share a ballpark hack that oh. I learned over the weekend? Hold on a moment. Yes. All right. Steve. This is this is a little different than what I'm talking oh, about. Okay. So I what... see this. I, so it's outdoors, right? Yeah. I thought you were talking about inside. No, I'm sorry. No. Okay. All right. Uh, so. Kay, uh, Nick, because you were at the ballpark, you saw Kay. there were lines. I was going to say Casey. I oh, forgot. Okay. He didn't go to any games, go. and he's <laughs> not going to any games so that we win. Um, you saw all the lines in the ballpark? Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, everywhere. Beer, whatever. Right. Um, bathroom. I, yes. Oh, my God. The Various souvenirs. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, so now I have two hacks. <laughs> I'm going to this. I'm doing my due diligence. Order your bathroom ahead of time on the app, right? and then you just have to go pick it up. That's part of it. Yeah. You can order Shake Shack ahead of time. Yeah. Okay. And then you can do mobile ordering and go to the back. Not that I want it. everybody to mobile order these days, but, like, why is everybody not mobile ordering? <laughs> it's just the easiest thing Casey, to do. I walked uh, into Dunkin', and there was, like, a line of, like, 20 people. I'm like, and I just walked up, grabbed my stuff, and walked out. I'm not going to say where it was, but I mobile ordered a takeout for dinner. And the mobile order was so backed up. I'm like, oh, really? I'm looking mm-hmm. at the, the you know, the, the, the receipts from the mobile orders. Mm-hmm. There's, like... Five rows of pending mobile orders. The whole per- and I, not only that, I made the call. I waited. I went out, ran some errands. I'm like, 
I'm trying to give them more than the benefit oh, of the doubt. Well, I told you guys, yeah, we, yeah. we were going somewhere, and we were going to mobile order, and we did, and it said uh, no because of volume. Uh, and we were like we were like five minutes away. Yeah. It said it would be an hour and a half. I'm like, I don't believe it. We just went over there, and nobody was there. Nobody was in line. <laughs> Rochelle just walked in and got her food and ordered it. Oh, yeah. W- walked in and ordered and got out. So I think it depends on... Yeah, where and where you're going. Yeah, there are just you know. Obviously, I don't. Sometimes I'm running a little bit late, so I uh, I don't have a whole lot of time. So I will order ahead uh, if I just. It's usually the right call. If I need to make sure that I'm just walking in and out. And I'll tell you what, the uh, the Dunkin' at the, in Rio Grande, Preston, I will never go in there and, and order at the counter. You I will always be... do the mobile Oh, order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's packed. Yeah. Yep, I know what you're talking about. I think you're talking about the actual Rio Grande. No, no there's a town called Rio Grande, <laughs> like, New Jersey. Just, for time's sake, it's not. It really doesn't. I mean, that's intense. Yeah, that's not far too great a distance for yep. your munchkins. Yep. All right, so anyhow, there's all kinds of uh, great food available at the sports complex. Yeah, I'm curious as to, uh, yeah, I'm really surprised that, uh, Nick, what time did you get at the ballpark? Well, uh, I had a late breakfast yesterday, so I tailgated. Uh, <laughs> Waffles? Outside. No, uh, I had a bagel with um, uh, salmon. Oh. And oh. Spinach and uh, American cheese. Ooh. Toasted the bagel. Now you're talking about oh, territory. Uh, so it was, a, it was a healthy and large protein. Was that your protein? That was my protein. Yeah. And then we got down to the ballpark and... Uh, that was your protein. That was my protein. <laughs> and then went into the ballpark and the only thing I ate in there was the... Um, the pretzel? The pretzel. And then I got the home time. and I had a whole frozen pizza. Okay. <laughs> All right. Didn't even heat it up. <laughs> um... I'm curious, Preston, as to, you know, because they, they still have the designs for the Sixers Stadium in, in uh, Sixers Arena in Center City. Um, will any of these things be temporary at this point, or do they just go all in because the Sixers are there for the next few seasons? If, if you consider, all right, so let's say you, you figure in a construction time. If they, so if they actually follow through with it and all the permits and all the stuff mm-hmm. that have to be cleared, if we were talking about the realization of that Sixers stadium in the city, away. yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got to be. Yeah, and they, they might as well, you know, whatever you're talking about right now, Preston. Yeah, do it because you have ten years. In fact, right put in your mobile orders now. <laughs> <laughs> it might be right. This is why the Flyers and Comcast are so mad at the Sixers for leaving because they're doing all of these renovations right, right. and spending all this money. Yep. All right, um, order up. Got some other things to talk about. Uh, it seems like the cost of everything is going up, and your holiday meal is no exception due to the impact of bird flu. Oh, no. The price of turkeys may double this Thanksgiving. Ooh. So I was going to have... Claire and I decided that because of that, we'd switch to emu. But uh-huh. uh, <laughs> there's a They're bird big. flu that's going around them, too, as well. How do you like your emu, Steve? <laughs> Medium rare. Medium rare, yeah. Extra okay. beak. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm going to be Casey. Okay. Can you eat those things? Yes. yes. Yeah, that's why they have emu farms, right? Yeah. yeah. You can eat ostrich. I know, I'm kidding. Okay. You see the, the, the emu head sticking up out of the dirt? Can you eat those things? It's smiling at me. And could you imagine having the whole thing with the head on it? It takes up the entire table. A full emu. Yeah, yeah apparently you uh, can. We're looking at uh, emu, emu, emu meat. It's not what's for dinner, but this says it's... Flesh is a nutritionist dream. I and, had, it, and it doesn't stink, right? Okay. And it don't stink. And it don't stink. I had a actually a pretty uh, decent conversation on Saturday about With an emu. No, 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 no. About the, the just the difference in 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 quality of eggs. Yes. Uh, so yes. and it's crazy that we eat uh, chicken eggs as much as we do because as far as you know, my friend was concerned, who has a duck and goose farm, right? Like geese eggs are the best. 
Then du- duck eggs are really good, and then chicken eggs are kind of like whatevs. Tasting wise, so, yeah. yeah. As he's walking around, he's going duck, duck, goose. <laughs> right, duck, duck. right. <laughs> yeah, taste wise, they just said that uh, uh, duck eggs are really rich, and then geese eggs are even better. Uh, I wonder if it has to do with the uh, ability to mass produce, you know Probably. what I mean, to, to farm them, it might be easier. For, I think the more chemicals you can put into something, the better yeah. it's going to taste. But also, mm. I don't know, listen, you know, like a, a chicken lays an egg every day, I don't know. With Says who? Uh, Good point. Uh, yeah. What if they're on strike? Well, if they're on strike, then I don't know what the uh, situation is there, because I'm not part of the crazy chicken union. But that chickens can crank out an egg a day? Yeah. Isn't that insane? It's crazy. It's just, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay an egg myself. I'm going to admit, I should say. That uh, there's, and we've talked about this as many times as we've talked about this. I'm not exactly sure how all that works. Yeah. Like, how does that happen? Yeah. Uh, why is that not, I know it needs to be brought to completely fertilize. I, I, I don't even know that. Yeah. I don't even think chickens exist. Well, so, and I was telling this guy, because uh, I, I was talking to his wife, uh, God, a year and a half ago. We went to, <laughs> we went to college. His wife is My wife knows <laughs> uh, His wife and I graduated college together. And... <laughs> I didn't know until a couple of years ago that the eggs were internally fertilized. I thought, I, I and I'm, um, you know, I, I didn't you know. Mean the chickens have sex. The chickens that have some, sex. Something's got to go in there. Yes. It's going to be my regular Saturday night thing, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, you eat fertilized eggs? No. 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 No, no well, he's just saying in order for an egg, a chicken egg to be fertilized. I will eat fertilizer in lieu of eggs. <laughs> right. They can they can lay eggs without them being fertilized. But gotcha. for one to, to, to actually grow into another chicken, there has to be... Yes. Love. There has to be love. There's so when you be, yeah, the chicken pee. When two chickens love each other very much. Yeah. Yeah. Can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> yeah, so like that's why like you won't see many roosters on those chicken farms, right? right. Yeah, because they'll just bang all of them and yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. And then they, they leave. They don't even put money on the bureau. No nope. roosters don't lay eggs. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes, they they bang other chickens. <laughs> Moses they bang hens. Moses, Moses didn't have, have the ark. There it is. <laughs> right. Uh, was, have you had a survivors? Did, none of the survivors lived. They were on no. the North Pole. They were on the North Pole. Yeah. And it's a polar bear. Uh, did you have? Did you I, have a goose egg? I never have. I don't think I've, I've ne- had a goose egg. Yeah, I've had duck eggs. They are rich. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. when you say, you're saying rich, rich in. So uh, I do not like duck meat. I don't. I, I, yeah, I find I do. it too um, too gamey. I guess Steve. I mean, maybe this analogy doesn't make sense, but I, I would say. Um, a chicken egg is to chicken meat as a duck egg is to duck meat. Like okay. it, it's just a little richer and um I, then what's sodomy? Make, if no. <laughs> well, if a man and a woman love each other very much, uh, like a whole lot. Like, yeah, the woman really yeah. loves the man. She's like really, really in love with the man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you how much I love you. Can we go back to talk about food. <laughs> sure, Marissa, that's what we're talking. Now, about. how do I get eggs from this? Uh, we were talking about chickens, right? Yeah, oh, we were yeah. talking about chickens. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh man, oh, my God. the dead chickens. I forgot. Boy. Maury. Tatiana. <laughs> Gene Sim is still reading the list of the, the five, five million, million chickens, chickens that were killed. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, that's a good question. I've never had those eggs either, and I assume by rich, uh, Steve, it means just a richer flavor. Right, yeah, yeah. right. Uh, a so more, more concentrated flavor. We're looking at a uh, size comparison of the various, various eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had I, a duck, you know I didn't even think about turkey eggs. I had duck egg omelets and they were delicious. It was, it was I don't know, it was in like a brunch at, at one uh, restaurant one time, and it was just it was really good. It just tasted a little bit different. And How little, was the color? Darker? Um, yeah, plaid. Uh, not plaid. No, yeah, like um, yeah, I guess <laughs> These a little darker. Are plaid. <laughs> Would you call it a dumlet? 
Or a <laughs> omelet? A, a chicken omelet? Yeah. A yeah. Duck omelet? Yeah, sure. You can call it that. Why would it be any different? I don't know. Um, um has nothing to do um, with chicken. Um, it stands for chair. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it would be a chicklet. It would be a chicklet, right? Am I right? Why is it called an omelet? A chicklet. I don't know. It's French. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. I don't know. Anyway. Ah, uh, hell. Turkeys are going to be more expensive All right. this year. And turkey eggs are the biggest. Yes, they are. <laughs> they are. Yeah. In fact, they're larger. Do we have, can we get a, a egg comparison for uh, like an ostrich? Does, that, yeah. does, it, does it go? Oh, with, those are huge. They're yeah. like not quite basketball size, yeah. maybe like Nerf football size. Dodgeball? They're huge. Maybe like yeah. a dodgeball. Oh, wait. Um, if you go up, does it look like uh, there are Looks like there's more eggs. eggs. We're looking yeah. at, a, at a, a, a picture. If you could scroll. Oh, my God. Holy crap. What is that all the way to the left? That's I an ostrich know. egg. Dinosaur? And I there we go. No, is that a dragon egg? <laughs> Because it's like black. Have you ever had a dragon egg? <laughs> <laughs> a drumlet? <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> we got very exact and accurate is what happened. Oh, right. Okay. So anyhow, uh, there's bird flu. Yes. Uh, usually it spreads during colder months, but this year turkey producers were reporting uh, cases as early as July. Uh, farmers also uh, are facing increased prices in feed, which could be uh, passed on to the consumer. I was reading that the um, the somebody from the Farmers Association reached out to Steve Irwin's daughter, apparently because, and this is this whole big thing about apparently they they they've had the uh, a bird flu that uh, was raging through Australia, and they were seeking some help, and then wires got crossed or whatever. But apparently, this is there are patches of this flu. All around the uh, the planet right now, and they're really wiping out a lot of birds. Huh? Yeah. Okay. So, yep, uh, they might get uh, things might get a little more expensive when, uh, around things. When ordering a turkey press, how big of a turkey do you get? What is it per person? Like how many? Pounds? I don't know what the rule is per person. I just know that we end up with fifty pounds of turkey left <laughs> over when we're done. So I finally told Rochelle to stop buying sixteen pound turkeys for a family of five. Uh yeah. and, and really and you're like, okay, so the one that we had recently we remember we did a summertime Thanksgiving over at my house. Yes. That and, and we had you guys over. Right. And our both families, both entire families, we had plenty of food for everybody. That was maybe like a, a 13, 12, 13 pound turkey and it, a, it was plenty for everybody. It says okay. up here ten pounds of turkey per person. Oh no. okay. Uh, one, 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 yeah, one pound, one one and a half pounds of turkey per person because the the weight also includes the bones, which well, obviously you're not going to eat. So also right, you're right, going to eat other meat. things too. Yeah, you got plenty of other yeah. food. So uh, yeah, so for a family of five, like like a ten at most, if you want to have leftovers and do things with them afterwards. Mm-hmm. So, would, now I think because of all this and just in general, would you have to put in an order? I know you like to go organic. Yes. We, I assume like now, right? Um, Put an order well in advance. Yeah, I, I think, remember I last think Rochelle right already issue. did order. We we ordered for this from this place called Bolton Farms. That's what I'm doing uh, literally right now. And uh, that's where I get my dragon eggs. Oh, really? <laughs> They're good like that. Um, so anyway, just a heads up on that. And yes, yeah, you should probably order them now. All right, um, order up. <laughs> what else we got here? All right, we've been talking about food. Let's talk about drink for a minute. I don't know what I think about this, um, but. If you're doing uh, Sober October, there's not a whole lot of time left on it, but um, you might want to try this out. Uh, It's a take on bourbon. Dr. Pepper is launching a limited edition, non-alcohol, bourbon-flavored Fansville Reserve. Hmm. 
Uh, you can drink it on its own or use as a mixer for cocktails. Only Pepper Perks members have a chance to score this beverage. Well, I'm, a, I'm a Pepper Perks member in good standing 20 years now. <laughs> I love uh, Diet Dr. Pepper. I drink it. Uh, I don't want to say regularly, but like, so it's Diet, great. Co- Diet we, Coke's we, my favorite. We then... said that Doc, Diet Dr. Pepper is the closest to the original taste. Would you right. agree with that? Uh, yeah, and yeah. I would probably drink it more if more like uh, fast food restaurants offered it as a mm. uh, as a fountain drink. But yeah. uh, I think really like, what do you call it? Uh, Chick-fil-A has it and not many other places oh, offer sorry, it. Sorry, Chris, did you mention this? This has no alcohol, correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah so, but I, I'm... I'm skeptical. I don't know how you get a bourbon. You're a bourbon fan, yes? Yeah, very much so. I I don't know how you would get a bourbon flavor uh, without uh, alcohol in it, but nonetheless. All right, that was just a shorty. (laughs) Okay. Right, here's another thing. I wanted to mention this. A number of uh, McDonald's uh, have been left astounded after realizing the fast food chain's sweet and sour sauce contains what some people to be Considered the wor- worst fruit to exist. A durian? durian fruit? No. Okay. Hang I on. know it's not. It's not. It's not. the fruit there that they're referencing, and I'm, I'm saving it because I want to see if you guys can is it guess. grapefruit? Uh, is not what I would consider to be a bad fruit at all. In fact, I think it's pretty tasty. Evan May uh, Gillett claims to have been left shaken after finding out her favorite sauce contained a fruit in it. I couldn't so, figure out what it was. So what? What do you think? Is the is a is a fruit flavor in sweet and sour sauce? God, a sweet and sour sauce. I'm, I think of something citrusy, like pineapple or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because yeah, it's sweeter. Um, and but apparently in their sweet and sour sauce, the fruit ingredient is apricot. Oh come uh, on! And I, I like apricot. Yeah, I thought you were going to say the like green apple. Sweet and sour sauce is my favorite. Really? Of okay. all of the sauces in all of the the lands uh, in all chains, yes. as far as dipping sauces go for like like chicken nuggets and yep. things like that. Have okay, you had yep. Chick Fil A sauce? Oh, Chick Fil A sauce yeah. is pretty awesome. Th- this is just this is my nostalgic. Okay. sweet and sour sauce from McDonald's. I like sweet and sour sauce. My yeah. favorite, honey mustard. Okay, uh, so yeah, <laughs> people were found out that uh, not just pineapple, not pineapple or mango. Uh, but people were guessing things like that, but it ended up being apricot. And uh, apparently, some people were astounded by that. Uh, like this commenter said, I want a free meal through Monopoly. And while eating the sauce, I became curious about what was actually made of. So I read the ingredients and was completely shocked to find out that it was from apricots or apricots or however you want to pronounce it. What is the proper pronunciation? I think it's both. I think it's both. Yeah, tomato, tomato. Yeah, let's call the whole thing off. Potato, potato. Uh huh. Same um, thing. By the way, uh, programming note, real quick, uh, Preston. Barkan is stuck in the traffic that Marissa's been describing. So okay. if you want to extend this a little bit, feel well, like. it's a long road to get here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, no, you're absolutely just like the right. Phillies. It's so long. <laughs> They've had a long road. <laughs> Apricot. I said, what are you talking about? I always called it apricot. <laughs> Sweet and sour sauce. Sweet and sour sauce. Rubbing it on your chicken like no one cares. Let's sit down. What are these? This almond doesn't taste right. It's dragon eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, if you're curious, uh, apricots 
right, oh. what else I got here for you? <laughs> I do like apricots, by the way. I do, too. I don't, I, that would not sh- freak me out. I like them on a charcuterie board. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's a nice little, you know, it's a grapes uh, and apricots uh, and things uh, like that. Look at it, in a sakakugiri board. <laughs> what, what is it? A sakakugiri board. <laughs> <laughs> Cougary. <laughs> <Cougary> board. <laughs> uh, after a stunt where Cards Against Humanity edited an old photo to include include a jar of uh, include a jar of clamonaise, <laughs> the gaming company is actually creating the spread. Clamonaise features a tangy, smoky, garlicky flavor with just a hint of real clams, and they actually are selling it at Target right now. All right, are you a clam fan? Um, I do like them on, ca- on occasion. I do you like prefer uh, oysters. Um, no. I I could take either one. Okay. I, no, for uh, I think oysters. Like I could sit down and and have like a half dozen oysters. Right. But clams, I could eat a dozen of those. You know? <laughs> I'm thinking of clams. <laughs> <laughs> Little necks, and I love clam chowder. Okay, is outstanding. So, but I, you know, I could take or leave clams. I don't, I don't hate them or love them. Um, what about I, you guys? I. Well, I don't like any I'm, I'm oysters, clams. I don't like shellfish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can do clams casino. I can do Manhattan or New England clam chowder. And, right. What about fried clams? Mm, I don't necessarily know if I've ever had fried clams. They're what kinda, about? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, they're just kind of like every other fried type of food. Yeah, you know, like, they, probably. They, what about rubbery? emu chowder? Uh, yeah. That's disgusting. Well, the what bigger about? the piece of clam, the less I like it. Uh, yes. Well, yeah. that's why. And I made yeah. the mistake one time when I was early on and <laughs> you know dabbling in in shellfish and stuff is. I bought the, I think they're called cherry stones, which are larger. Uh, the little necks are the smallest. Right, right. Um, and I got, okay, well, those taste great. How about I get these? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. They're bigger. They're chewier. Uh-huh. They're, they're really hard. And the good thing about little necks is they're tender. They're smaller and tender. And they're easier to eat. <laughs> Dr. Mike is a, as an oyster aficionado. And um, he, so he got me to, to try a couple. And the thing that I noticed uh, is that um, it's it seems more like a like a power swallow than your yeah, you can kind of gnaw on it a little bit, right. and, and then uh, you know get the flavor, and then swallow right. it. But you know what? In chowders, though, they will use those larger clams, uh-huh. and they cut them up into pieces. Yeah, and then they're cooked, and they tenderize a little bit that way. Steve, you would like little neck clams? It's like a practice oyster because yeah. they're just they're yeah. tiny. You pop them. It's if you get them What's as an the appetizer. Taste like, would you say? Um, I like mean, seafood gum. Kind of. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that that's probably that's, pretty good. Yeah. That's kind not of a bad. Perfect it's like The big, big turnoff for me, though, anytime uh-huh. I go to eat clams and things like that, is sometimes there'll be a little pocket of sand. That's why I don't eat mussels. And it's just like, mm-hmm. it'll ruin it for mm-hmm. me. I can't stand it. Mussels you know. are. are too big, uh, chewy, and I think they have more have a uh, more of yeah. a tendency to have sand in it. And I, I can't I, I take muscles. it. I don't like muscles either. Case mm-hmm. all over yeah. my body. I love yeah. my oh, muscles. I love muscles. Yeah. Red or white, Nick? Uh, it really d- depends. There's a restaurant in uh, Wayne called Christopher's, and they make great mussels, mm-hmm. like garlic sauce. What do you mean by red or white? Uh, they're they're usually on the menu two different ways, either sauce. with yeah. a garlic wine sauce or a red sauce. Yeah. Okay. And I love when it's like lots of tomatoes in there, yeah. and you get to eat it and scoop it up. Do you eat it with a fork, or do you yes. use the other? You want to use a spoon. I like the little tiny fork oh. that you get for the mussels. Mm-hmm. Marissa, learned. so you, you're I feel like a giant. on this. You're as vegetarian. You're vegan. You're pescatarian, right? Pescatarian. Okay, right. Yeah. So I love all of this stuff. This is my go-to. Oh, and nice. When you eat a mussel, you use the other side of the shell to scoop out the mussel. Interesting. And then it's kind of its own little fork. You know what? Uh, somebody texts in and says Manhattan clam chowder is an abomination. No. <laughs> no. 
You know what? No. I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. That I've ever had it. I always get uh, New England clam yeah, chowder. Is that the or the wack? I prefer it that way. <laughs> it's I, the wack. I know I've never had it because I wouldn't, I would, you know, though I don't like a lot of this stuff. However, I like crab cakes. Love crab cakes. Yum. Preston, I have a spot for you to try clam chowder. It's called Sweet Amalia's Market. It is on the way Sweet to the Sweet Amalia's <laughs> Market. <laughs> it's uh, on the way to the shore. Okay. So the next time you're coming home, we're going down. Stop there. It's an oyster farm. This is the place I told you about. That, yeah, where is it? So uh, I, I, it's about great thirty minutes outside the uh, outside of the shore. I don't you know exactly hanging. what. Uh, just drive thirty minutes east <laughs> outside yeah, of the shore. Yelling, Sweet <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's in a town. Cross that off the map. But you've been there. I've been there. It's in a town called Newfield. Um, so you just you take fifty five down to the shore and you mm. get off at one of the exits. Oh, just. Anyone just, just pick one? Yeah. This one looks like it, yes. Where there's a lot of farmland, mm. that's where this place Down is. There must like, be one named Clam Poke. <laughs> Down there like Millville or something like exactly. that? Exactly, okay. yes. Right. What's the password? New England Clam Chowder. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's that from? That's Ace Ventura. Is that the red or the white? Right. You can never remember that. White? <laughs> it's my um, favorite clam chowder. All right, so uh, clam is now available if you want to get some, and you can buy it at Target. It's kind of a joke, but yeah. I guess it's legit. It's you know? mayonnaise, though? It is a mayo, yeah. With okay. a clam taste to it. Hey, mm-hmm. does Dijonese still exist? Because that's oh, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. And, if, and if it doesn't, it's you make it yourself. You take Dijon and mayonnaise and mix first it First, you have to piss in a co-worker's water That's bottle. what you do first. <laughs> All right. Um, order up. We're killing time for Barkan, right? Yes. Okay. He got into a street race. Oh, is that what happened? Uh, Let's see here. Fresca is moving out of the mixer territory uh, to take center stage. New varieties. I think it's moving into the mixer territory, not out of. Uh, Tequila Paloma and Vodka Spritz are crafted with the citrus zest of Fresca. And real vodka and tequila. All right, now, a Paloma I might be interested in trying for, for Fresca because Fresca is a um, grapefruit-based soda. I, uh, I When I was first introduced to Fresca, it was as a, as a flavor, a drink. Is it most often used as a... A, 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 a mixer? A, a mixer? I don't know. Uh, I When I was a kid, I thought it was disgusting. Yeah. Uh, because it was just too... Um, Tangy? Tart. Yeah, yes, a, little, yeah. a little too tart and not enough sweet. And, um, uh, but now I, I, because a Paloma has a, um, um, uh, 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 grapefruit base to it. That's actually a pretty good idea. And a vodka spritz. <laughs> uh, they're crafted with the citrus zest of Fresca and real vodka and tequila now available nationwide at retailers selling alcoholic spirits. So two I, sips of my panties fall off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Two sips, that's it? That's it, huh? Um, hang on, what movie is the Fresca thing? Uh, it's from Caddyshack. Caddyshack, Caddyshack. okay. How about a Fresca? Bill yeah. <laughs> Weston. Drop by the Yacht Club. Yes, totally. Yeah. We should get him some I fresca. need you to stop talking. <laughs> and order me a Fresca. Mm-hmm. All right, that was a short one. Uh, I have a little bit of, um, this is kind of trivia, actually, uh, from uh, the world of food. Uh, so this guy named, uh, Canadian man, his name is Glenn, and he cooks from a kitchen studio in his backyard. He's been researching KFC 
and their chicken. Kentucky Fried Chicken? Kentucky Fried Chicken. Harlan Sanders? He has been traveling. Oh, wait. Weren't we supposed to We are on a streak. Every day. in a row, yeah. 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 Totally forgot about it. Good job, guys. Uh, Including traveling to Kentucky and speaking with people all over the world, uh, resulting in nearly, nearly two years' worth of videos and hours of content. Well, according to Glenn's research, including people who literally knew Colonel Sanders himself. Yeah. Ireland has a unique place in the history of KFC. Hmm. Um, they might be the only Colonel people, o. Sanders might be the only people in the world who can readily access the original recipe KFC. Of course, now as we know, this is a a, a, a big secret. The uh, all the spices and everything. That's that's what uh, Colonel Harlan Sanders yeah. kept so private and close mm-hmm. to him. Uh, and you can get it in Moreau County Limerick. Really, we've been to County Limerick. We have, yeah. Uh, so when the colonel sold up the rights to KFC in the United States, he kept on to the original recipe in Canada and held the rights to franchise it around the world until his death. As the new American owners changed the recipes and cut corners, mm. the territories that were still under the jurisdiction of the colonel kept the old ways. And after the colonel died, Pat Grace eventually lost a court battle about what the recipe was and who could call themselves KFC in Ireland, resulting in a name change. So they changed the names of KFCs to Grace's Famous Fried Chicken. Ah. And if you think they changed the recipe, you'd be wrong. It literally said on advertisements at the time, the name has changed, the chicken's the same. The reason the colonel gave his recipe to franchisees was to, uh, was uh, designed so that they could make the same chicken without the corporate cost-cutting that had taken place in the United States. So he wanted a truer version of his chicken to exist somewhere. To exist somewhere, and it exists. I would like to try that chicken. Ireland. All right. We need to go to Ireland. Live broadcast. Um, so, the question is... I'm coming by today to try the authentic chicken. Uh, was Grace's... Is this Bill Weston? <laughs> I didn't approve of this. <laughs> so, the question is, was Grace's famous fried chicken the most authentic as the colonel intended last holdout of the original recipe KFC on Earth? They apparently shuttered their physical locations, Grace's did, years ago, but you can still buy... They're Grace's Perfect Blend Fried Chicken Mix online, and they'll tell you that it's not exactly the same, but given that they lost a court case saying that they couldn't make any claims that what they sold was KFC. Hi, this is Bono, and if you want some yum-yum in your tum-tum, <laughs> you need to check out Grace's Chicken. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think I farted. <laughs> Song goes out to... Particular type of chicken <laughs> that ended up being a mere shadow of itself in the United States as corporate greed led to the devolvement. Had <laughs> to preach the Atlantic to come back to the homeland where it was reinvigorated and returned to the original dream of Carlin, Colonel Harlan Sanders. <laughs> and as I said before, if you want some yum yum in your tum tum, you gotta seek out graces. So this is a protest song then, right? Some people call this some people call this a protest song. <laughs> but it's more a song about dragon eggs. <laughs> dragon eggs. <laughs> oh my god. Um so when when I was a kid, we used to get this um flour original or extra crispy. <laughs> we used to get this flour mix uh from Kentucky that was uh 
the Colonel's original recipe. It makes a difference. Oh, man. It, it makes so a difference. Great. We would make the fried chicken or we would make gravy with it, which was just outrageously yummy. And by gravy, I don't mean, you know, going yeah, on your... On your mail batter. No, no, no. I, no, I was talking about, like, well, on your either. rigatoni or something <laughs> like that. I'm not sorry. Italian gravy. Also, not that. Brown gravy. Yeah. Um, it was more white, but... Well, <laughs> Nick's, uh, you're, you're I'm talking referring about... to the actual gravy, not, <laughs> not semen. semen. Right. Come on, your filthy friggin' That's mind. That's why I said brown. You said it was white. I don't care. Whatever, yeah. guy, whatever guy you're with. Uh, I was, uh, Nick, you were talking about jonesing for, uh, you know, I, that planted in my mind. Yeah. And also our, our recent reaffirmation of the joy of Kentucky Fried Chicken. But that original, I, I really do recollect a different taste to it originally and what it's... Now, it's still great. But I think it's missing a little bit of the oomph. By the way, I'm an original recipe guy. Yes, yes I, know, as am I. I know that the when the, when the the crispy chicken, crispy yeah. chicken, <laughs> uh, came along, it was all the rage. But I just I, there's something about that original recipe. It reminds you of Ireland. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, the uh, Kentucky Yes. <laughs> you want some authentic Kentucky Fried Chicken? Got to go to Dublin. <laughs> all right. Well, anyhow, I think that we should. Uh, <laughs> Should we close up now, or is parking going to be like yeah, right way, way late? No, he's, no, he's right good. around the corner. Yeah. Okay. All right, there you go, gang. We got to close up. Thank you very much for stopping by. Uh, when we come back, our good friend, Mr. Michael Barkham, will be here. Yo. It's so exciting. We what had could a, he possibly talk about? We had a nice, lengthy conversation about the game last night, but uh, let's dive into more of the specifics with a man who knows what oh. he's talking about. And yep. I think we're going to get a phone call from the lady who caught the Harper home run last oh! night. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. She's, I'm working on getting her on right now yeah, oh, in the next break. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Well, we've got a lot to get to. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. The new and improved MMR app is out. It's faster, better organized, yet fully customizable to your liking. Start poking around now. Fans of the Preston and Steve show, put their show page right up top. See the latest Preston and Steve t-shirt designs in the rock shop. Watch daily rush videos. Or want to hear Preston and Steve podcasts first? Totally your call. Look for Marissa's app hack videos to get the ultimate user experience. So update your app now and then customize it to make the new MMR app your app. We've had a couple of discussions about the excitement yesterday, and we saved the best for last from NBC Sports, our friend Michael Barkan. Yeah! Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my people. Nice to see <laughs> How you. How are you, sir? We're wonderful. People who need people. They're, they're the luckiest people. The luckiest people in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, before what did you do to me, I know. Before we chat with you, sir, we have somebody on the phone line. Uh, you might Who's be been on hold, yeah. and I want to go to this person. What am I playing here? Oh, yeah, but yeah. let's. Uh, it was the, the person that ended up on the receiving end of this. On the seventh pitch, Harper hits one in the air, left center field, back it goes. Harper, the swing of his life. That ball. Went from across the plates into the stands into the hands of this young lady, Tracy, who's hey! on the phone with us right now. Hey, Tracy, good morning. Good morning. Congratulations. That's unbelievable. You got the you got that ball from last night. Yes, I have it in a safe place. <laughs> in a safe place. Is it in fact yes. in a safe? Uh, no, it's not in a safe. Okay. Oh my god. So all right, Tracy, uh had had have you ever Got a, a home run b- ball before in your life? No, I have not. Oh I've never had 
opportunity. You never what? I never had the opportunity to be in the right spot at the right time. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. Unreal. Who were you there with the, at the game last night? I was there with uh, several of my friends and my sister. Uh, I was there actually for a 50th birthday. Veronica, shout out to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. And, and uh, I bet nobody could believe that you ended up with that ball. No, I don't even believe it myself. Still no. Um, it was just crazy. I mean, like, just we heard the pop off the bat and it, it, jumping up and down, just celebrating, and it, we're like, oh, gosh, it's coming towards us. So <laughs> I don't know how to believe nobody actually caught the ball. It fell on the ground. Okay. Right, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a snatch. You didn't, like, grab it right, right out of the air, but no, you still ended up with it. Yeah. All right, so so it, it, it's it's rolling around on the ground and everyone's grabbing for it and you got it? Yeah, yeah, it was right there. I looked down. It's awesome. Right Did anybody try to take it out of your hands? Uh, no. All right, that's good. good. Now, what's no. the process after that? Does somebody come and, like, check on you? I know it was on the ground, but sometimes, you know, a, a person will come by and make sure that everybody's okay. Uh, nobody. They no? just came down. Uh, they didn't really say. They actually, yeah. Act- they sent no. out a rabbi. <laughs> 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 Sometimes no. you'll get, you know, a visit from, like, somebody from Major League Baseball or from mm-hmm. the team. You know, Harper might request it back. So every now and then you'll actually get a visit from somebody official. Uh, so, yeah, I think Marissa's question makes sense. Um, and uh, So what are you going to do with it? Um, well, I've gotten many emails, texts. Um, I think Bryce actually wants the ball back. So. Ah. Oh, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Dollars. And, yeah, how valuable is that to him? I uh, will see. Oh. Oh. Uh, listen, uh, you, it's, it's yours. To, up. It's hers. It's hers to make the call. It's hers. You know, it's yep. uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know what 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 would it be if you were to. No, don't even say the amount. Yeah, let, don't let worry him about offer. It. Yeah. yeah, don't worry I'm about I'm sure that they'll at all. start in the seven-figure range and then move on. <laughs> yeah. They'll put together a nice package of, like, some nice tickets. Maybe you'll get to meet him. Oh, no, wouldn't it, that be nice? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know I what mean, else would be rather, nice? Yeah. A couple million dollars <laughs> yeah. would be nice. I'd rather have a million dollars. But as you know, we at the President Steve Show are our official Major League Baseball certifiers. Yes. We'd like to see the ball. Probably <laughs> <laughs> Tracy Absolutely. in the back parking lot. Uh, Tracy, <laughs> what did you do uh, after the game? Because you couldn't have just been... Uh, we're going to hang it up and go home. Um, actually, a lot of people in my section took pictures with the ball kids. <laughs> um, so that happened pretty much uh, after the game. Just just hung out with friends, so the traffic died down. Yeah. Uh, were, were, you, were you at all concerned about having it on your person that someone might try to make a play for it, or everyone was being kind of uh, cool? Uh, and No, I mean, everybody was pretty good about it. Um, I mean, I put it down my shirt just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Smart move. Now, how did you end up at the game? Do you happen to have uh, season tickets? Are you a regular uh, attendee? No season tickets. A friend of mine actually kept calling in, got to four tickets, and there we were. Excellent. It's just oh. amazing. And good. we're looking at a picture of you right now. Yeah, good for you. That's awesome. Congratulations, uh, Tracy. That's a, that's a very rare opportunity to get uh, something that was as pivotal as that and uh, have it as either a keepsake or or uh, a, a, a token of money. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey Trace. Can I call you Trace? Trace. <laughs> um, who's, who's helping you decide on what you're going to do with the baseball? Um, I haven't really thought about it. I know um, a friend of mine contacted me and said that Bryce wants the ball back, and then someone from the Phillies organization will contact me. So we'll we'll see what they say. Yeah, it's I very think- it's very nice, and I can certainly see, obviously, from from his point of view, 
Uh, you know, it's it's it's. They said if you get the most important, perhaps hit of his career, yeah. and right. uh, you know, to to have that would be wonderful. Yeah, unless he hits another, you know, series yeah. winning <laughs> home run. Uh, yeah, it might devalue yeah. quickly. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, we'll see about that. But I wonder, well, like, um, uh, street value, um, how much that ball is worth. Um, know. You know, to collectors that aren't named Bryce. I Harper. have someone to call. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I really do. Barkan and Associates, <laughs> day or night. <laughs> We're here. All right. But that's awesome, Tracy. That, yeah. that I've never caught a foul ball, let alone a home run ball. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. Very, I'm pissed. Yeah, enjoy it, Tracy. Congratulations, and thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. So Congrats, Tracy. All right, take yeah. care. There you go, go man. Philly, All the time you've been in, was following sports, you've never had the opportunity. No, to even, no, not even a foul ball. Not, not even a foul? Not, not even a foul ball. Um, Chase Utley and Jimmy Rollins threw a baseball at me and, uh, and the Daily News Live crew <laughs> back you. in the, yes, back in the day. Because it was before the 08 or 09 series, and we were set up in the Diamond Club, and the lights were pointing toward the field, but it was way before the game, and they're warming up, and the lights were in their eyes, the TV wow. lights. <laughs> and, and so they're, they're screaming at us. We don't hear. We got earpieces yeah. in and everything. All of a sudden, balls start raining down <laughs> on the on the metal bleacher part of the, of the Diamond Club, and um, we turned the lights off quickly. Yeah. <laughs> very, very quickly. I caught an Ozzie Smith foul ball back in the vet days. I was God, 13 or 14 years old, and, I mean, it was a screaming line drive that... Uh, it just kind of curved, and it, it it was coming in. Uh, it was coming in hot, man. It was coming in really, really hot. Yeah. And uh, in the game, oh gosh, uh, game maybe three. It was uh, there was a f- uh, ball that ended up in uh, Smoltz's lap behind home plate. Yeah, they came up so fast, he didn't even have time to react to it. Yeah, and that is a baseball player. That is a baseball <laughs> player. Um, my uh, wife and kids and my sister were at uh, the game the other night, and one of the players at the end of the inning tossed the ball over the netting and toward them, and my sister had it in her hand and hit her hand, and it hurt her hand. Yes, of course. Just yeah. a little toss hurt yeah. her hand. Yeah. So yeah. I can't imagine. And then there was one time, Twilight doubleheader, I'm in a suit. I had just come from work. I was working at New Jersey Network at the time. And the ball comes screaming uh, into the seats in the foul area. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm on my hands and knees in a suit and tie with all these kids groveling for the ball. Like, Give me that ball! <laughs> and I look back and my my colleagues are looking at me like, "You what? Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Man, baseball? You mentioned the hand getting hurt. There were a few few people have gotten hit in this series with pitches. And I think Bohm took one to the, yeah. to the right elbow. elbow. God, that looked like that hurt. I mean, they shake it off pretty quick, but I don't know. I mean, you, you've got Boom, something coming man. in, you know, hundred miles, miles an hour, five miles an hour. Jesus, that's, that's that's gonna that's gonna really hurt. My yeah. son got hit with his his last at bat in baseball ever. He got hit with a pitch in his hand, broke his hand, and this is from a thirteen year old kid. Yeah. yeah, I mean, listen, it's also a thirteen year old you know hand as well. So maybe the bones aren't as strong, but you know. It, it's oh. it doesn't tickle. Yeah. I was I remember I was competing one time and, and the guy I was playing against knocked the pawn over onto my finger. And <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, but what's living. heavier is the rook. When the rook goes in <laughs> yeah. the night too. It's, yes, absolutely. Michael, how, all right. So let's let's get into I'm this. Sorry. How how exciting was this series? This series was so much fun as a as a viewer, as somebody to watch. It was just a lot of fun. It was incredible. It yeah. was so thrilling. And uh, wait, how many games were five? Yeah. In game four, as as thrilling as game five was, game four, the back and forth nature of game four. Yeah. They're down four to nothing. And they come back four to three. Then they tie it. Then they go ahead. And uh, it's tied again. Then they retake the lead. It was, it was a heart attack a minute. Yeah. Was, was there amazing. Any stat, was that like the longest first inning? 
in was a, a playoff game. It was game? a long game. I don't know that. Let me look that up. I'll get back right back <laughs> to you. you. But, but I mean, it, it was well, about it was, it was about a long road. Minutes. Really, long it, it, yeah, it was definitely it was. a yeah. long road. Yeah, so. Inning, I gotta go pee. <laughs> well, they yanked the pitchers. Yeah. Both yeah. pitchers in the well, That's inning. why they look so happy. Whatever that is. God damn, I wasn't yeah. expecting that, yeah. but I feel great. Why didn't you tell me I wouldn't have yeah. gone out there? You know <laughs> what I mean? That's, uh, the Phils won the series by winning that game, right? You know, they haven't lost at home. I remember in 1993, uh, everybody uh, looks back on 93 and thinks about Joe Carter and Mitch Williams, and, and rightly so. But the Phils were up 14 to 9 in game four of that series, and they blew that lead. They yeah. ended up losing 15 14. They went game five. And send it, send it back to Toronto. The the Padres lost this series by losing Game Four on Saturday night, and the Phils were down six four. They were down four nothing. They were also down six four, and they came back again. And then you know uh, Hoskins had the home run. Uh, um, Reese, I mean um, Harper had the double. It was just this team never stops, and that, that that's what really impresses me. I, I you can't count them out at any point. You can't count them out. By the, did you see Nick's glaze when he was talking about <laughs> the, the, I'm, I'm the 93 high. series? Yeah. And then what happened is Mitch Williams gave up the home run. His fists are clenched. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. It, it was absolutely amazing. And to see what they're able to do with all that pressure on them it is, is incredible to me. It, it really is. And Bryce Harper, what he did, and Reese Hoskins, and Kyle Schwarber, they all could have been in MVPs. Obviously, Harper gets it because what he did yesterday was just beyond. I mean, it's a well, level above. Let me ask you, because we talked about it, we mentioned a number of times, and I want to ask you, do you still, and, and, and Nick, you know, called it playing with the uh, the casino's money. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, that sort of vibe has, we, we have talked when we've talked leading up to all this, was that, hey, what the hey, we didn't even expect to be here, so we, we don't have that pressure. Now, does that pressure kick in, or do they continue to play this way? I think they continue to play this way. I think, I hope, but I think that they've found themselves, if yeah. you will. This is the type of team that we thought that they might be able to put on the field when Dave Dombrowski built this team prior to this season. And, and you look at Kyle Schwarber and, and all the other pieces that, that he has gotten in this lineup, and they, Nick Castellanos, who has come up with some crucial hits. I'm not saying he's batting 400, but yeah, he's, he's yeah. had some key hits in this postseason um, and th- they're all contributing up and down. Bryson Stott, he's a rookie for yeah. goodness sakes. The pitching everything. And then you've got Rob Thompson who is just above the title as these other guys I'm talking about. This right. guy has made decisions that have clicked and have resulted in wins. But what, what Bryce Harper did last <laughs> night, it's Literally what every kid does in their backyard, in the playground, it's okay. The count is 2-2. We're in the bottom of, you know, and here comes the pitch, you know. There's a word that I love uh, that's used in sports, and it's clutch. That's exactly what that was. It was clutch. It happened when it had to happen. And he and he's the guy that made it happen. And were you guys watching in the uh, newsroom at all? Not really. No, no. Yeah. I had turned away. There was some football on, and also <laughs> this is audio this is from, from the the studio. <laughs> okay, who is that? <laughs> that? 
I believe that what was Ru- the? I, I believe that was Ruben Amaro Jr. It was either Ruben or Ben Davis, but we were all watching. And they're, they're two different feeds. We've got TVs on all our desks, as you can see yeah. there. And then there's a feed around the the assignment desk, the producer's desk, and it's just a hair earlier than the rest of the feeds and I hate when they do that <laughs> yeah. so they started to scream and I'm sitting at my desk saying we're all watching this together we're all watching it together <laughs> meanwhile Harper's crossing home plate um, and, and so I, I knew by the reaction because I, I'm sitting over to the right there and I knew by the reaction I'm thinking no this, there's no way that this happened yeah. and, and it did so that was a beautiful thing but that was Ben that was Ricky Poe um, and, and that was Ruben uh, just going crazy and when you've got uh, you know hardened grizzled chiseled baseball men going nuts over something like that you know that it's huge it's high theater and then when he when he crosses home plate and he gets to the dugout bryce harper he says to bryson stott and you you can look at you can see it Oh my gosh! I just did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that, I mean, that's amazing. As much as I've seen him, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, Steve. no I've, I've seen him uh, hit homers before and have excitement as he's trotting the bases. It was all business going around those bases because you mm-hmm. know I think there was so much going on in his head at that at bat, and that he actually did it. That he was still kind of like. Processing. Stunned by it, <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And once he got around, was like, oh, my God, I just did that. Well, yeah. let me ask you. I, I said out loud when it happened, because I was by myself watching a TV. I'm like, he just he just <laughs> effing did that. Incredible. It, it was, it's incredible. It was going it back and awesome. forth. The, 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 the pulling of the yeah. shirt open, is that a Superman thing or is that a a, a, a Phillies? I think it's a Phillies. I okay. think it's, it, it's a display of this is my team. Yeah. This is the uniform I wear. And this is my MF in house, yeah, 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 which yeah. is what he has also said on second base when right. he had that double yeah. uh, two games ago. I just, I I can't believe he plays for our team. <laughs> I can't believe he I was thinking the listen, same thing. It's, it, it, $330 million is nothing to sneeze at, but he was going to get that money from somebody, right? He chose Philadelphia. I remember distinctly watching video of him at 16 years old. Hitting, putting on hitting displays in Las Vegas. Cover you know, of Sports Illustrated. Cover of Sports at Illustrated. At 16 years old, just hitting these bombs, right? I, I don't know how old he is now. What? 30. 30? 30. Okay. Just 30. So for the last, last week, it was his birthday. For the last 14 years, like, you know, like I, and this kid that I watched, I was like, this kid's going to be a superstar. And he chose this, and he loves this city, and we love him. And, you know, and, and so no matter what happens in the next week and a half. It's a long <laughs> I love you. Bryce Harper. Do you love me? You are not on your own, Bryce Harper. Uh, you are yeah. not, on, you are your not own. on your own. No, but but uh, I, I completely agree with you. I cannot believe we got this guy and he's ours. I mean, so, and that he loves us back. And we beat the guy amazing. that didn't choose us. He stinks. <laughs> we hate him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm so glad that we didn't get him. Thank goodness we got Bryce Harper. And when you look at it, when you look at all the greats in the annals of Philadelphia sports, you can go back to Grover, Cleveland, Alexander, for goodness sakes. You got Wilt. I mean, he stands. But by the right. way, Chamberlain's they have at the Wells Fargo. Yes. Yeah. Will you make me a reservation? <laughs> yeah. And, and but but when you, you other than Wilt, uh, 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 Bobby Clark, Julius Irving, Mike Schmidt, uh, th- that that is uh, uh, that that's the uh, Mount Olympus of Philadelphia right. sports. Bryce Harper, if they win the World Series, 
and another. I mean, he's going to stand above those greats, in my opinion. Yeah. It's got to happen wow. first, though. It's the bottom of the eighth inning. They're down 3-2, and he does that. You know, like, this. it wasn't a solo shot in the sixth when, there was, when it was, they were down seven or whatever. It was the most clutch home run. I think maybe in Philly's history at that moment to win the game, to win the series, to send them to the World Series, I, I can't think of a bigger home run in Philly's postseason history. No, but the, but, but the Jimmy Rollins, and it didn't lead to a World Series victory, unfortunately, but Jimmy Rollins in 2009 in Game 4, the walk-off double that scored, uh, that scored uh, I don't know if it scored stairs and Chooch, but Chooch scored the winning run. That was in the bottom of the ninth with two out, and Jimmy smacked that thing to right field, and that, was, that was really exciting. Hey, can I, listen, and, and what I love about about um, series, right? And it's not, you know, baseball, hockey, basketball. When you play a series, you really start to um, learn about the other team, right? So I, I, I can't, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you I, I knew anything about the Padres going into this series. But by game two, I was like, okay, I, I have an understanding of what this team is all about. I, I, I'm going to tell you the same thing about the Astros. I don't know much about them. I know that they got uh, great pitching. I know that they have uh, clutch hitting. I know that they were the team of the uh, American League. What are our chances? I, I think that ch- our chances are um, at least 50-50. They, they've been there, what, four times in the last six years? Mm-hmm. Uh, they've won it three times o- over that span. Yeah, yeah. So so they're a damn good team. The way they beat the Yankees last night to close it out, the Yankees were up 3 nothing, mm-hmm. And then they tied it with one swing in the bat. And, and the then same the thing Yankees, with the game yeah. one at the Mariners. I mean... Right. <laughs> two, yeah. Two outs. They're never done. Yeah. You, look, you look at that lineup. The, the one thing I, I'm waiting for is, you know, they were the whole cheating scandal a couple right. of years right, ago. Right, right. they were punished for, supposedly, and, and everything's, you know, there's, no one's banging on drums in, in the bullpen of, uh, of the Houston Astros. But when they get to South Philadelphia and those fans get a hold of, hold of Jose Altuve and company, uh, I, I, I cannot <laughs> wait to hear what comes out of that right. cheering section. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know squat about uh, baseball compared to you. Uh, well, Michael Barkham, but <laughs> you don't know that. Here's here's why I'm going to just throw in my opinion and, and why I like the fact that they're going to be playing Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, screw New York. I just don't. I yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't want to give them the opportunity to beat even be the Phillies there. again. Yeah. Yes. It's, okay. It's so uh, so you have, from what I understand, and I've, I, I've found a few stats out that uh, as far as uh, the winning records go this season. Um, with Houston and Philly, there's a bigger uh, 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 deficit yeah, of gap. wins, the biggest gaps mm-hmm. of wins versus them versus us. This is poised to be um, a record uh, opportunity for the Phillies to to uh, to to be the team that beat the the, the worst team that could go against the best team. The stuff of history. Against. It yeah. could be historic. Mm-hmm. So I think it, that puts. Um, I don't know. That just gives you, it more juice. Do you, you think that I mean? puts yeah. the onus more on on them, Preston? Be, that because you you have this this greater divide between games one, uh, you know th- that gap. Do you think it puts the greater not not on the on the fills, you know, because uh, they're like you said before, what? Oh, yeah, wait, just outside. go for it. Yeah. Um, no, he, no, but I mean, I, I think it's a great question, and I, I think it, it all. Um, I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but when you see the way the Phillies have been playing in the postseason, they have a nine and two record now. Um, um, Houston is undefeated in the postseason. They got the first round right. by. But the Phillies are playing for real. The Phillies can take a deficit and come back. Mm-hmm. The Phillies can win from ahead. The Phillies have the pitching, although we'll talk about game four a little bit later because um, they're going to have to cobble together some guys probably unless they give it to, to Thor, to Syndergaard. So, so I understand what you're saying. I just think when you look at this team, it's obviously a different team yeah. than it was three weeks ago. It's a different team when they, than the, it was when they lost that first game 
game of the doubleheader at Washington. Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to sweep Washington. They had an extra game. It was a makeup game from the beginning of the season and, and because of the lockout. And they lost that game, and everybody was disgusted. They were all ticked. And then they started to win again. They won like three out of the last four to clinch it finally in Houston before losing the last two games of, of the regular season. Who cares? Um, but this team, once it got into the playoffs, you take care of uh, a St. Louis, no problem. You take care of Atlanta, no problem. And you take care of San Diego, no problem. It's a different team. Mm-hmm. And I would think it's more akin to Houston th- than it is to uh, uh, San Diego. Okay. Uh, a month ago, I wouldn't have given us a shot, you know, and, and the way everything you just described, the way that they're playing right now. And then I'll give you two more reasons why we have a shot. Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler. I mean, Wheeler was lights out last night. Again, he, he came, uh, Nola came close to a perfect game towards the end of the regular season. I mean, these guys, and, and I agree with you, like Syndergaard's a bit of a toss-up. Ranger, who came in and pitched great for oh, us last awesome. night. Ranger Suarez is a great, you know, uh, number three uh, starter for the Phils. But, uh, you know... It's the old saying, and it's a joke around here if the pitching holds up, but it's true. <laughs> if the if the Phils get quality starts out of Nola and Wheeler, we have a really good chance to win this World Series. Yeah, but you know what else? There's an old adage in baseball that good pitching beats good hitting, and I'm here to tell you that in particular in the playoffs, it ain't necessarily so. And you're the historian among us, but you remember from 2010, Cody Ross of the Giants. This was the NLCS. It was the last time the Phillies were in the NLCS. And, and uh, Cody Ross, this, this uh, journeyman player... Starts banging home runs out of Citizens Bank Park, and they beat the Phillies, and that was that pretty much was it for the NLCS, and then it was the NLDS the next year, and they were out, and that was 2011. Right. So when you look at Bryce Harper against Hugh Darvish, or you look at Reese Hoskins against anybody, uh, these guys can hit good pitching. Right. So uh, now they got Justin Verlander coming, and all those pitchers. We'll see what happens because it's going to be an interesting matchup. But I, I'm not fearful that the Phillies bats won't be able to handle the the pitching that Hugh. Houston sends their way. Mm. It's going to be exciting. That's crazy. It's it's like, they're in the World Series. And they're playing yeah. on Halloween. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm that's glad. crazy. But that's when we had the parade in 2008. It's on Halloween. Yeah. That's got to be a good omen. Yeah. They're also playing baseball in November, guaranteed. It's not because of any kind of delay. They're going to be, they're going to play. Uh, even if it goes four, they will play games in November, which I don't like. I like ending it. In yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I like that the the series both ended when they when they did because now nobody's got an excuse about certain days off or somebody who's still they're they're still in the zone because they played more games and all right, that stuff. Right. It's a pretty even matchup. Yeah, the whole the whole rust versus right. rest question, right. and if both teams are going to get the rest, yeah. and I think that's good. Both teams are going to be able to set their pitching rotations. I think the the Phillies will get whatever Houston can give, and vice versa and and it'll be great to see and how about all this they've had to play all these games uh, with being the road team you know mm-hmm. and it's a two three two format so you're starting in the in the other city each and every game they play two at st louis uh they started in atlanta they started at san diego and they're <laughs> going to start at houston that's not an enviable task right. but i think they can handle it you know what i i personally love uh about these when these series between each one of these is as ended is uh is watching the guys celebrate at the end of it is it's my amazing. favorite. Yeah, my favorite thing. I'd, I'd rather watch them than anything else. I think that that's what I really get a kick out of. Uh, and we've had the chance to uh, to hang out with <clears throat> Reese on a couple of occasions uh, down at spring training, and uh, I just like his childlike. <laughs> He's like a kid. Yeah, you know what I mean. Having fun playing mm-hmm. baseball. It is so much fun to watch. Are you uh, you tight with anybody on the team or? 
No, just the uh, just the guy who uh, supplies the shower towels. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh. You talking about no. Rico? Yeah, Rico. You know Rico. Hey, Rico. <laughs> Got any amused towels? Uh, no. I, 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 no. Just, I just want to smell them. <laughs> just, just for yeah. A, yeah. Just for a moment. Any uh, chance no. this towel creased his sack, please? <laughs> okay. Right. You always have to take it a click too to. far. It's what I'm right. but, but but here's the thing. No, I would. Say Say tight. No, I'm not tight with anybody on the team no. um, because we're in the studio most of the time. We're yeah. not in the clubhouse yeah. after the games. But you mentioned Alec Bohm, and I thought one of the coolest things was if you go back to the first week of the season, he made three errors in one inning yeah. against the Mets. Yeah, and and he you could see him mouthing the words, "I hate this place." Yeah, because, because uh-huh. the the crowd was just killing him. Yeah, and last night John Clark's interviewing him yeah. in the clubhouse, and John last question says, "Anything you want to say to the Philadelphia fans?" And he just looks into the camera, and says, "I love this place." Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. It was I, awesome. I, I want to ask you because Casey brought it up um, earlier. Uh, I assume you've at some point or another been showered in something, right? Have you if you've been in a, in a locker room situation? Have you ever had the, the beer shower, the champagne shower? Have you? No, I've always been in the losing locker rooms. <laughs> very quiet. I've been showered in Reese's Pieces. I've been showered Just in hasn't worked Bazooka out. Joe in tears. I haven't yeah, caught a foul ball. Haven't got, no, I'm no. a loser. Well, I did see you on the screen behind Brandon Graham. Maybe Friday night, yeah, Saturday. Yes. That was pretty cool. I, I had a friend text. Me say who was in, at the at the game say, saying you don't merit your own uh, appearance on the screen. I guess not, <laughs> but that's fine. It was cool. Um, we were in the um, NBC Sports Philadelphia suite. It was my wife and my father-in-law, and and uh, he, he needed a little more space because he has a little difficulty getting around and, and, and sitting in those high back chairs. So we, the other suite didn't have was not full because the Sixers and the Spurs were coming over to watch, and they hadn't arrived yet. So we went over next door to the to that suite, and uh, yeah, there's that's in fact that's my father-in-law right there with oh. the beard and the glasses. Oh. And and so Brandon's standing up and, and going, and I was just sitting there, just kind of, there's my wife, there's Ellie, and uh, Brandon and his wife, Miles Teller right there. Yes, I Miles! Mean, it's been cool. Jason Kelsey came out and chugged a that beer was, on the field. Cool? <laughs> yeah. that, so, uh, Tyrese Maxey's been there. I mm-hmm. mean, the energy. Santa Claus! Yes. Yes. Here's the thing. I thought it would really have shown our sense of humor, because they kept going back to Santa. Why didn't if they, they had booed up? the hell out of him. Yeah. Just booed him! Oh, yeah, you want to see a boo? You think we boo Santa? You ain't See, this isn't Christmas either, pal. We're gonna... No, <laughs> I think I th- I so. Word is that Miles Taylor is is a, is a really good ball player himself. Like he, uh, like he was, you know, on a, on a fast track to perhaps be be a, an actual player. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. He's, fr- he's from uh, that. he's from Abington, downtown. Yeah. downtown. downtown. That's what I said. Well, that's the new downtown. Abington. Downtown. It's the new Abington. He's new from uh, Downton Abbey. Is where. <laughs> but I mean, he's Abbey. oh, quite. He's a uh, he's a lifelong fan. He's there in losing seasons, you know, and and uh, he always shows up. So it's not like he's a fair weather fan, you know. He's they, been they, there for a long time. They played what's the uh, Top Gun song? Danger Zone. Danger. Yeah. They played yeah. that for him, and he was dancing to it. It was it was great. Everybody it's loved it. It's a good it. year for him, man. Yeah, yeah. But he he uh, he's he's a true Philadelphia. I don't know if he goes to Flyers, Sixers, and and the Eagles games. I'm assuming he does. But he loves the Phillies. He Love goes it. to like spring training. Like he's down there a lot too. Oh, God, yeah, he's there all season long. Yeah. 
I know. Uh, there he is. It's <laughs> great. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I've that. yeah, shades. That's that's awesome. And the fanatic, by the way, I think the fanatic is just phenomenal. The, the hug, Marissa, with, with uh, Jason <laughs> oh, Kelsey, and he yes. and Kelsey are bouncing up and down, and, and, and it was it was wonderful. And what Casey pointed out, uh, you know, we're we're seeing more um, the, the 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 fraternal thing that might not have existed a few years ago, where oh, that's that's them, that's us, we've yeah. got our own thing. Yeah, that seems to dis- have dissolved. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. You know, no, I like the I like the no fraternizing thing, and there there is I believe still on the books of Major League Baseball no fraternizing with the opposition. Yeah. I mean, you can maybe say hello or a wave um, when you're standing around the batting cage prior to a game, but there's a there's a lot of you yeah. know uh, you know comfy comfy uh, uh, first base and second base. Yeah. Chase Utley wouldn't have any of it. He would not talk to anybody who was not wearing his jersey. I saw That's it. I've seen a lot of conversation at home plate too. Yeah. Uh, uh, which which is, I've been like, well, hey, I'm wondering what they're talking about. Right. You know what I mean? I'm I wondering... hope it's like John Candy and uh, and Brewster's Millions. Yeah. Like, yeah, he banged your mother last night. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw uh, Soto, especially on the podcast. Yeah. He was talking to, uh, to Real Muto quite a bit. And yep. I, I'm really curious as like if they were sort of going at each other a little bit, or he was just asking if that was a strike or whatever, but he, he talked every time he was up. Yeah. I th- also, he was called out on strikes, and he, he went around, and they called him out, and, and I, maybe Real Muto was just kind of razzing him a little bit. Yeah, man, you went. You out. <laughs> Take a seat over there. But but Soto, Juan Soto is a guy that he, he would be perfect for Philadelphia, and he would also be perfect. You know, he played for Washington. He's a great player you love to hate because he just is so confident. Right. He's so cocky, and he'll go around the bases like, you know, Make it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll do. I did it. I'll do it again. Yeah. You know, uh, and I, I love that kind of a player. It's so. very, it's very cool to watch. Yeah. It, it really is. So, first, so. first games on Friday night. Yeah, uh, and uh, love that it's uh, going into the weekend that we can uh, watch mm-hmm. the uh, the world Friday Series. night, Saturday, and then Eagles on Sunday, and then Monday they come back here. Tuesday, Wednesday, Eagles in Union on it, Sunday. By the way, the let's Eagles, not forget about Eagles the Union. Are, uh, never forget about the Union. That's why we brought you here for this Union. You know that. <laughs> and then, and ready for this? Then on Thursday, the Eagles play again on Thursday night football at Houston. Hello, hello. What, what what symmetry, man? Eagles go down, kick a little Texan butt, yeah. you know, and then and then the Phillies do the same. Houston, you have a problem. <laughs> yes, love it. Oh my Excellent. word! Excellent. Yeah, it's, it's all great. It's, it's all great. It is. It is. And, and I, now I keep I keep saying this. I said it to Jim Rosenfield on NBC Ten the other day. Name drop. Uh, yeah. we, 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 we were doing the uh, doing the six o'clock news together. You know, Jimmy and me, and uh, right outside the ballpark. And I said, I understand. That crime is down, which is what I have heard, read, yeah. and I don't want to pass along false information, but I, I have heard that a couple of different because, times. Because of the, people, yeah. because of the Phillies. It's that true, people yeah. are so obsessed with this team and watching games at night that, that, you know, everybody's in front of their TVs, which I love. And that's what sports can do. It can really inspire togetherness and love and I hope no hate. Um, and it's a, it's a wonderful thing. Well, you look at the, the, the you look at the, the crime wise. Not not a lot not not a lot happened last night. So it's, pr- it's pretty good. It wasn't yeah. too bad. Yeah. yeah. Wait till the World Series. Is yeah. Right. <laughs> give it some time. Let it breathe. All right, my man. No. We, we got to wrap. No! We got money to give Good away. Thing. We got things we got to do. Thank you, everybody. Uh, it is great to see you in person, sir. <laughs> I got you. Thank we'll you so much. Soon. Oh, by the way, pregame and postgame on NBC Sports Philadelphia. Excellent. That's coming up on Friday, Saturday, <laughs> and then on uh, Monday. 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 Oh. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. It's going to be. Keep the curses be... in when you do it. We'd love to see Oh, that. yeah. That's what we do. We're on a delay. It's All great. right. Great. We love this man, Michael Barkin. Yeah. Thank you.
NBC Sports Philadelphia. We're going to come back and give away $1,000. Let's give it to you. We'll be right back. Wait, what's that? Where was that place Preston and Steve said that guy did that thing that one time? Uh, don't bother your friends. If you missed something on the Preston and Steve show, the daily podcast and the YouTube stream are posted on PrestonandSteve.com every day after the show for just such occasions. It's always there and always free. And that is until the internet breaks in and we've got bigger problems. All right, let's get into the B-File again. Bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, brought to you this morning by Jersey Mike's. Planning your game day football feast. Jersey Mike's has got you covered with everything you need for a great party or tailgate. You can order ahead on the Jersey Mike's app and skip the line. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. All right, we'll start with this really weird story. A private hospital in India has come under fire after a family of a deceased person, a deceased patient, has alleged that the hospital transfused fruit juice into this patient instead of platelets. So, will that work? Fruit (laughs) juice instead of platelets. Steve, the jury is still out. (laughs) Was it apricot juice? It was fresca. Police confirmed the information, and the private hospital has been sealed. The incident came into focus after a video of the alleged incident went viral on social media. Just use fruit juice. They won't know. The patient, uh, Pradeep Pandey, was shifted to another hospital where he died after his condition deteriorated, officials said. Because he probably needed blood. Uh, Platelets were brought from a different medical facility and, and the patient had a reaction after three units were transfused. In a tweet, the police said taking a... cognizance of the viral video of the hospital where a a dengue patient was transfused with sweet lemon juice instead of platelets. I thought it would work. It says five alive. On my directive, (laughs) the hospital was sealed and the platelet packets have been sent for testing. I've never heard of anything like this before. Insane. Uh, the officer said, if found guilty, strict action will be taken against the hospital. Uh, and remove the juices from the blood cabinet. Wow, that's nuts. Police are investigating after they say a Cleveland father accidentally called a business to hire someone to murder his son. Wow. Police say they received a call from a business to report suspicious voicemails. An employee was alarmed because the messages indicated that a man wanted to put a $5,000 hit on another person, according to police. Yes, I am looking to hire a hitman to kill someone I don't like. Could you get back to me? Uh, the police said that detectives discovered the man uh, misdialed an individual's number and accidentally <laughs> left the messages at the business. The 58-year-old man from Cleveland admitted to making the yeah, calls. Yeah, Tile. And he was arrested. And according to police, they said he blamed, uh, the, the man blamed poor judgment from a previous argument with his son yeah. and alcohol for making the calls. Putting a hit out on your own son. He has been charged with felony complicity to commit murder. Uh, this is terrible. A Make-A-Wish disabled kid was tackled in a feel-good stunt gone wrong this week. The grandfather of the Make-A-Wish kid uploaded a video showing the disabled child taking a handoff during a youth football game and appeared everyone was supposed to let him score, but one person 
messed up and tackled him in the backfield. I saw this. The, the grandfather posted a follow-up video saying the kid who made the tackle apologized for the mistake. There was no hard feelings. He said Chris was not hurt in the football game, Aww. and Aiden apologized right away. It was a great learning experience. Yeah, the one kid either didn't realize that, hey, this is the play where it's going to happen... Whatever. Uh, they tried. It was a mistake. Uh, the Make It Wish kid was able to get a touchdown on the next play without being tackled. The next Did you time. see the footage of the Pee Wee uh, football game that took place? Uh, they, they, um, it's the weirdest footage I've ever seen. No one understands why it happened, but I guess the team mascot tackled one of the kids. <laughs> tackled. He tackles the kid and then like comes at the kid like he wants to fight. And the kid's punching this thing in the face. No. And, and, and we have yet to determine what the hell happened. I don't know, but yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love that. I have not seen that. I need to. Uh, getting a flat tire sucks anytime, but a flat tire on your morning commute is a terrible way to start the day. Many drivers found that out the hard way on a California highway last week, causing a scene as dozens of cars pulled over to change their tires. California Highway Patrol said 36 drivers got flat tires oh. on the 405 freeway near Mulholland Drive in Los Angeles on Wednesday. News video shows the drivers lined up, one after the other, on the shoulder with tow trucks assisting. I'm sorry, did you say like it was a pothole or what was it? Did they... No, I didn't yeah. say. Police believe that the flats were caused by a box of nails oh or other debris God. on the highway. They don't think there was any reason to suspect foul play. They think it just fell off of a work truck or something like that. These we're... nails are tacks. Yeah, we're looking at this, Preston. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks like they're waiting to get into a concert. Yeah. Uh, I, I hit a pothole that I was sure was going to take out my tire the other day and I saw cars watched my car react to the you know and that just sucks when that happens news video shows some people changing their tires right on the side of the highway but many new cars these days lack spare tires so you had to wait around for a tow truck authorities came across a mummified body in the bathtub a bathtub of a home in Arizona as they investigated a burglary uh, police said that officers were responding to a burglary Saturday when they discovered 65-year-old Christine Lee Walters rummaging through items inside the northwestern Arizona house. Walters was allegedly ransacking the home and selling the homeowner's purses, bags, and clothing online. Police said Walters told police that she didn't know the body was in the bathroom of the house. Wouldn't there be a smell? The deceased body was in a mummified state okay. and is believed to be the homeowner. Uh, it's unknown how long the body was in the bathtub. Medical, the medical examiner identified the victim as 60-year-old Wendy Micah. Uh, neighbors told police they assumed that their neighbor had moved away because she hadn't been seen in over a year. Officers said that it wasn't Walter's first time inside of the home. As she was reportedly there two days earlier, police said they found pry marks on the door indicating forced entry into the home. Uh, they received a search warrant for her home, and then they located more items belonging to the victim, including a birth certificate, IRS paperwork, driver's license, and credit cards. Police also found drug paraphernalia items and a usable amount of methamphetamine. Walters was booked into the jail on two counts of burglary. Uh, they are seeking additional charges in that. And that is what we will end with in the bizarre file for now. You have four minutes left to enter the word learn for MMR's YooHoo Loot. All right. L E A R N. Four minutes left. You can do it by texting at the special contest short code number 45911 or enter it for the through the uh, MMR app or WMMR.com. We're going to come back in a moment. We'll get lesson question, trash, and music news when we return. Stay with us. Did you know you can listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Now, 
Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic solitaire Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Monday morning, we'll get that letter of the day coming up in uh, just a little bit, due time, and hopefully you'll keep track of them. we got a cool prize to give to you on Friday. Hopefully it is you that we give it to. Um, weather-wise today, kind of what you see is what you get. We're going to get clouds, intermittent shower, maybe one passing again this evening. Uh, dude, I tell you what, I hit a wave of heavy rain yeah. at like 4.30 this morning. I almost had to pull over. It Whoa, was likewise. that bad, and I rarely get to that point, but I, I couldn't see anything. It was crazy. I kid you not. I stepped out, you know, the, the, the door. I got, you know, everything I got ready to go, stepped out from underneath the porch, the overhang, and at that second, the sky opened up, yeah. and then getting in the car, oh. I was like, do I just sit here and wait, yeah, or what? Yeah. I know, and uh, so hopefully, we don't say anything like that. Next couple of days is going to be okay. We'll have some morning showers tomorrow. I'll have about 73, and then uh, after that, we're in the clear as far as rain goes. And, uh, you know, low 70s, uh, upper 80s, 60s, not 80s. <laughs> upper 90s. I, I have a lesson question I'm going to ask. We're going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the All Elite Wrestling Friday, November 4th at Boardwalk Hall. And the question I will ask you is this. When it comes to Irish fried chicken... <laughs> Bono wants to put a little yum yum in your what? Two one five two six three WMMR. When it comes to Irish fried chicken, Bono wants to put a little yum yum in your what? If you were listening and you heard it, you should call two one five two six three WMMR. The trash business is a gold mine. WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. This morning it is brought to you by Jersey Mike's. Planning your game day football feast. Jersey Mike's has got you covered with everything you need for a great party or tailgate. You can order ahead on the Jersey Mike's app. And skip the line. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, she's denied having plastic surgery, but now Khloe Kardashian says she wants a boob job so she can have cleavage. Khloe says doctors plan on augmenting her breasts by using discarded Caitlyn Jenner nutsack. <laughs> oh, my God. Former Deal or No Deal models are continuing to contradict Meghan Markle's claims that she was forced to be a, quote, briefcase bimbo. Former show model Claudia Jordan says Markle wasn't forced to do anything and, in fact, pitched another show to the producers called Suitcase Sluts. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. And finally, Taylor Swift, hinting that the person who inspired her song Would Have, Could Have, Should Have off her new album Midnight's is John Mayer, said a remote Amazonian tribal chieftain, quote, well, it was either him or Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> 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 All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the question. Uh, what it, when it comes to Irish fried chicken? Bono wants to pull a yum yum in your what? Two one five two six three WMMR. We're gonna go to Grant. Hey Grant. Hey, good morning, guys. Get Zooks. Get Zooks. But all right, when it comes to fried chicken, Bono wants to pull a little yum yum in your what? Yum yum in your tum tum. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Hang on, buddy. We're gonna give you a. 
four-pack of tickets for the All Elite Wrestling event Friday, November 4th at Boardwalk Hall. A-E-W Rampage. Returns to Atlantic City. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com and AEWTix.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you this morning by Family and Company Jewelers. Head to the Viraggio Bridal Sale November 3rd through the 5th for huge savings on Viraggio engagement rings. Save hundreds, maybe even thousands of dollars at South Jersey's Diamond Destination. Matt Skiba revealed that he recorded eight or nine songs of Blink-182, which may never be released now that Tom DeLonge has joined the band. Oh, that would be bad. Uh, he had said that uh, there's almost a whole album's worth of stuff. It was supposed to be an EP, and it just kept going and going. They finished around the time that Mark Hopper was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, in case anybody would, thinks that Skiba might be unhappy over the fact that they were shelving his material, he insisted he couldn't be happier to sing Blink, see Blink-182's Classic lineup reunited. That's that's nice. It's cool. Yeah, he said, I'm proud of the work that I did with him. We had a great time. There's no bad blood. There's no drama. There's no nothing. It's just an extra... Nothing! <laughs> there's, uh... Nothing is over! I'm not playing with Blink anymore! It is... Get over it! It's just the next chapter of the band's life, he said. That ain't you! Uh, Skiba continued saying... Uh, sing, or continues singing with Alkaline Trio and says... It's going to be a long road that they all have to right. uh, in yeah. the band. So. Coming back from Vietnam, fighting out I'm not in the band anymore. Anything that makes you feel? Pretty bad, right? Pretty John? bad. Yeah. Uh, so, anyhow. Coming back on a flight. Lost the chicken I picked up in Ireland. <laughs> Uh, ACDC frontman, the ACDC frontman admitted the initial Taylor Hawkins Memorial Concert at London's Wembley Stadium was just as emotional offstage as the fans thought. According to Brian Johnson, he just published his latest book, an official memoir titled The Lives of Brian. Uh, he At the September 3rd show at Wembley, Brian Johnson uh, took the stage with uh, Foo Fighters and Lars Ulrich and uh, The Darkness's Justin Hawkins. And they did a double dose of ACDC Classics, Back in Black and Let There Be Rock. He said, I never felt so much love backstage from everybody for one man and his whole family was there and were hugged and his sons, just old friends. You know, I saw Joe Walsh coming off stage and I went, Joe Walsh, you didn't tell me you were here. And he came over and he hugged us and he said, Brian Johnson, now I know everything's going to be all right. (laughs) And I was ready to rock. And, you know, he said, young Lars was on the drums there. Ah, He said, it meant a lot to me. And, you know, young Dave just sitting smiling his ass off. So he said it was just a great, just loving experience. Everybody was just in high spirits. I wonder if they're going to release like on uh, on Blu-ray or something, or you know, a collection of of this. Uh, maybe both of these synthesized into one amazing record package. I got to believe it. I have to. And what would you expect to pay for such an amazing record? Package? I would. I would pay a fair <laughs> amount for such a an amazing package. <laughs> hey, the first day of the When We Were Young festival in Las Vegas was canceled. Due to potential of up to 60 miles per hour wind gusts. Would have been a nightmare. At the uh, Las Vegas Festival Grounds. Yeah, dude, 60 miles an hour, that's no joke. You topple everything. Yep. Uh, The event was set to kick off on Saturday, but that was pushed back to Sunday due to the wind advisory. It was a cool, cool bill. Yeah. This one's cool. Next year, I am. I'm going. Yeah, hands right. down, have to. That's David. the one that's going to be like blank and blank and okay. Green Day yeah. and less than Jake and Bowling for Soup and yeah. 
Uh, the statement said that this was not a decision that came lightly. We know that uh, many of you traveled to the area to have a spectacular day with your favorite bands and have been looking forward to this day for months. We were equally as excited and are devastated to have to share this news. Um, I know. So Burning Man was a little while back. And yes. I'm just starting to see footage from that. Did you see the drone show footage from yes, Burning the Man? the stuff they can do now. It's, it, it's It's increased exponentially. It just seems like a couple of years ago we were kind of you know, wowed with what like the Muse presentation. Yeah. Now there's like full in the air animations. Nick was at the Dave Matthews Band show at the Gorge. Yeah, and showed me video that he yeah. took. It is insane. It's really impressive. And like the, it, they, um, Casey, I guess it, it probably did something similar at the uh, Burning Man. But like they make these shapes and these, uh, you know, they can sort of evolve from one character into the next. It's really it? impressive. Robot, like, walking. Yes. This dude who was, yes. like, holding a top yeah, hat yeah. and he put the oh. top hat on and then fell Like down in the city and... skyline. It's, yeah. it's incredible stuff. Like, we're watching it morph into a face here. But the thing is, if you've ever flown any of, like, the DJI drones or whatever, the the precise movements of just those, and these are probably one on a, on a real, you know, pro end. Um, but, I mean, I, I can't even imagine... The synchronization. I mean, you talk about like a fireworks display that's very elaborate. Every how many drones are in this shot? It's got to be hundreds. Yeah. Steve, I got a message this weekend from our friends at Celebration Fireworks who do oh, the yeah? fireworks. They're doing this now. Oh, oh, God. oh yeah. my God! Yeah. They can't do it at camp out because it's too close to the airport. Doesn't matter. Uh, okay. Mm, we'll but just, sometime we have to find a reason. They have some, they have some other ideas. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I like, I like yeah. other ideas. It's just amazing that you know. <laughs> The GPS in the yeah. in the unit has to it has to have, you know, the location has to be perfect. Yeah. It has to be. You know, I mean, this is precise. Yeah, it's amazing. As far as it's 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 incredible. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> Make it look like a big bird flying in the sky. In fact, Steve, I saw a video of a guy who uh, always decorates his house uh, for Halloween in yeah, a, yeah. In, in, ex, in a crazy over the top fashion. He has added. This the drone component to it, and it's he's doing four hundred foot tall, yeah, yeah. like uh, the the mind flare from wow. uh, from what? yeah uh, from Stranger Things is unbelievable. So that it has to be an amazing. We're watching the video now. This is actually this is the video right. of the guy that I'm talking about, and he's that yeah all that stuff that drone stuff is going on in the air now. He has spent. <laughs> Uh, you know, more than that house, <laughs> probably. That, yeah. Because, yeah, you remember I, I told you guys I read a, uh, an email from a guy who uh, was doing this um, projecting onto his home, and I showed you the video. Yeah, yeah. Um, he told me that just the unit alone at, it costs about ten thousand dollars. Sure, yeah. Sure. So to do this with the drone stuff, it's got to be tens of thousands of dollars. And you have to with all those props spinning, you got a program, <laughs> yeah, and all that noise. Yeah. All right, and finally, I'm sorry, we didn't mean to go. We digressed. Uh, this is a sad story to end music news with, but I'm going to include it. Uh, Carly Simon is mourning the loss yeah. of her two sisters who died of cancer this week, only one day apart. Uh, Joanne Simon died on October 19th of thyroid cancer. She was 85. With Lucy Simon passing the next day of uh, metastatic breast cancer, she was 82. How horrible. A one-two punch like that. How old is Carly Simon? She is, you know what, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, uh, the Simon's brother, noted photographer Peter Simon, died in 2018. He was 71. Uh, by the way, the Simons are the children of Simon & Schuster yeah. co-founder Richard L. Simon. Oh, really? Yeah. 
On November 5th, Carly will be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which will be held at L.A.'s Microsoft Theater. I grew up next to Loretta Madlibs, and oh, she was wow. heir to the <laughs> Madlibs fortune. Uh, so Carly, I think, is 78 years old, Steve. Well, okay. Yeah, so the Madlibs. <laughs> Loretta. Yeah, Loretta Madlibs. Loretta. Barely. Uh, Loretta. Loretta. Here we go. That's Nick Tortelli. <laughs> she is adjective. <laughs> She's not feeling adjective. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, and that's all I have in music news for What? <laughs> just the show today was such a train wreck. It was all over the It's like we just went to the World Series. Yeah, something like that. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll wrap it up. Pierre Robert will be with us. Letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. Make sure you stick around. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Now, back with... Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It uh, certainly feels like a dream as a, uh, the city is just in a great mood, man. Um, headed to the World Series. It's a beautiful thing. We had a chance to have a few discussions about it today, including uh, we spoke to this gal, Tracy, uh, who caught uh, Bryce Harper's big home run ball last night. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's amazing. Yeah, cool story. Cool story. You know, you don't think about that, about who that person is. But, uh, yeah, she called in and was just there with some friends and happened to be lucky enough to get her hand on the ball. And, boom, she's got it now. Yeah. I was just getting cleaning tips from Pancake. I wore my nice new Nikes uh, out to Broad Street last night, mm-hmm. and they're covered in beer. <laughs> so he was telling me how to clean them. Oh, man. Well, thank you. Totally God worth for, it. For his tips. Um, also, thank you to Michael Barkay hey, from NBC Sports Philadelphia. He is an awesome human being, and we had a nice uh, chat about the the Phils as well. And, uh, you know, he's uh, being realistic about uh, expectations and, uh, you know, says, hey, man, it's 50-50. You get a hot team, but you also have one of the best teams or the best team. And uh, we'll see what happens. I love watching a post game with Barkan because he's just a great host. Uh, and I'm not saying this to kiss your ass, but he's kind of like you, Preston. He's sort of, uh, you know, um, there's a circus going on in that studio. And there's <laughs> Ricky Botalico is being Ricky. <laughs> and, and Ben Davis is kind of a straight man. But Ruben is in all, in all over the place. And Steve is making you laugh. Yeah. Like, and, and But Barkan does a, a great job at moving the conversation forward and then going down to the locker room where they're celebrating and stuff. It's, he's a really impressive host. I agree. He's my favorite. So uh, great to see him and join him for uh, pre- and post-game and all that good stuff on NBC Sports Philadelphia. And uh, I think that's it as far as the thank yous go. Pierre Robert is here. How you doing, man? I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't ever I told them to kick ass, and they did. That's they all did I know. That, that, that I know. I chew sports. I snort sports. I eat sports. I chomp on sports. I spit it out, and I swallow it back again. That's great. That's what I know. Man, you are. In this city, you are. I am. You are sports. I am sports. Yeah, yeah. Michael Barkin can kiss my ass. <laughs> I think in 2008... He's a wuss. You went out in the city after they won, right? Didn't you take the uh, roving rock microphone? Yes, uh, I did um, on Broad Street. 
uh, for both the Phillies win and uh, the Eagles win. Uh, and I had no intention of being in town last <laughs> night whatsoever. Um, but then um, I was in town in the afternoon for a birthday brunch for a friend. And then there's this antique store I like, and I went by there. And then I said, well, maybe a beer before going home. <laughs> and then they had the athletic competition on the beer, and these people making so much noise. <laughs> Yelling. I'm trying to read. I'm trying to have my beer. I don't know. Leave me alone. What do I know? Is what I know. But they wouldn't. Uh, they just kept yelling. I'm reading Sylvia Platt. They had. They had two. These two guys had two dogs in the bar. Two little dogs. One in a Phillies outfit. It was very cute. And then um, I. I don't know how to read all those various numbers they have. And I said to some citizen next to me, "How much longer does this thing have to go?" And he goes, see the eight? It only goes to nine. <laughs> and I go, oh, I thought it went to 11. And he goes, no, it only goes to nine. And then um, then the bearded guy and then that super bearded guy uh, were there with the eye makeup. And then, uh, you know, they just, and, you know, and then they erupted. Under their eye. Super bearded guy with the eye Probably makeup? Probably Br- Bryce. Okay. Uh, well, there's Bryce a super Harper bearded or... guy with this. Oh, giant you're talking about Brandon Marsh. Marsh yeah. 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 Okay. And then there's a, the less bearded guy who was the star of the thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and um, and then less bearded guy up at the plate. Yeah. Bearded guy up. <laughs> and um, then um, I was uh, I had I was going to see, then Cindy Drew texted me of our sister station MGK MMR alum. And she uh, is really big in the movie scene. The Philadelphia Film Society was happening. And they were, oh, that's the guy, whatever he is. Up yeah. on the screen here. That's yeah. Brandon Marsh. Yeah. With the makeup on. And um, <laughs> so, uh, and then. That's his tribute to Adam Ant. Yes, it is. <laughs> then I, so I said, oh, she invited me to a screening of a film um, on Phil, uh, called Rittenhouse Square. Mm. Ah. Directed by a director that you guys know. Uh, and he's from here, but I can't remember what his name is. <laughs> okay, um, Brandon or Brendan something. Uh, and um, and Nick Nolte was there. Oh, he was there for the premiere. Yeah, oh. and so that's where he plays sort of a like a like a homeless guy, he's right? A homeless mm-hmm. vet in Rittenhouse yeah. Square huh. who meets his. I man. don't know. <laughs> he was the, Nick Nolte is the epitome of that character in this movie, and then in real life, I mean, he really talks like that. He has, you know, he's he's had a hard life, right? Uh, but God bless him, he was there, and I watched this movie. It was really intense. Did you get to talk to him? Um, I I got to I somehow one of the pr- producers was there and says oh get up in the line and so there's this line of the director and Nick Nolte and one of the stars and somebody else and me yeah. uh, with the backdrop and I'm going how did this happen <laughs> I have no business being here but I'm waving to the yeah. to the cameras a little mini paparazzi you know Academy Awards thing and then I went in and watched the film and it was stunning amazing wow oh, wow so, but um, I uh, there's I have a little clip of of Cindy talking to the director and then he grew up in Philly and I said, did you ever listen to MMR? And the first thing he said is Preston and Steve. Oh, oh that's cool. Yeah. Oh, Brandon cool. Eric Kamen. That's the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and um, he really nice young guy and it's only his second film. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, if you haven't had him on it, um, you, you will want to have him on at some point. Uh, and I think this sh- this uh, right now square shows again uh, at some point over the run of the festival. Very nice, very cool. But, but uh, on the way up to uh, Broad Street, I'm crossing over from 
11th, and I'm walking down Walnut Street, and then you get to Broad Street, and it was chaos. <laughs> well, it was an afternoon game, too, you know, so it, like, started at 2.30, so it wasn't chaos too terribly late, although I'm sure it went into the wee hours, but, like, the, the chaos started around... 6.30, 7 o'clock, something like that? Right. Yeah. I was talking to various police officers along the way, and Broad Street was entirely blocked off. And uh, there were quadrants. So just south of City Hall, between City Hall and Chestnut, was this massive cotillion of humanity chanting. And, uh, yeah, so uh, by all accounts, they, they didn't, you know, go crazy, which is good. Mm-hmm. I, I hate it when uh, I was at both World Series wins and Eagles wins. And they won, and it was great festive celebration. And then people started lining fires. And I'm going, yeah, it what the hell? In a lot of cities, it's stupid. It does happen. Well, you know, after you're, it's dumb, yeah. After yeah, you're I screening, the, the audience let out and started flipping over cars and, and uh, setting things on fire. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, the, the, indie, the indie film crowd is very destructive. Very, very destructive. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is. Anyway, it's it quite, a, quite a wild evening. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, should we get the letter of the day from you? Yes. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the President Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter P, as in pamper yourself. All right, that's a good idea. And we're going to give away a stateside vodka prize pack, including a $100 gift certificate to the distillery, two bottles of their 1.75 liter uh, st- uh, stateside vodka, and a case of stateside vodka soda variety pack, and a case of their Surfside iced tea and vodka. You'll have plenty of vodka by the time we get to the end of the week. Uh, what is up on your program today, sir? Uh, before I mention that, uh, I just wanted to mention today is the last day in Pennsylvania to register to vote. It's very easy to do. Uh, and if you're eligible, please register. If you are registered, please get out and vote in a couple of weeks. It's a very tight elections all around the country, and your vote makes a difference, particularly if you're a younger guy. I don't feel like it. Feel like it. It's really important to vote. It's a good thing. Uh, having said that, I've got You Who Loot at noon and 3 p.m. I've got uh, Linkin Park. Their uh, debut album was released today. I've got The Rolling Stones for Bill Wyman's birthday and ZZ Top. Wonderful. Thank you, Pierre. And thank you to our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. The President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme Markets Fresh Foods, local flavors, and... Uh, by Sunoco with the new Sunoco Go Rewards app. When you fuel, you save. Download the app to start saving. Uh, tomorrow's Tuesday. We'll give away some ink. Press and Steve Tattoos Day takes place. And uh, we'll have crime investigator Sarah Kalian on the program. Oh, very cool. As well. So we'll get in some other things, too. Don't forget you who loot and all that. Pierre's got that coming up next. Ray John, have yourself a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Houston, we have a problem. The, is it morning yet? Deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.